What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Season 3, Episode 11 of Hit the Books, a podcast all about sports betting and the bets you should be taking each and every week and everything surrounding sports. We're here for Week 10 of the NFL season, 14 games this week, NHL, NBA, college basketball, college football as well. Can't get much better than this. Lots to talk about across all the various leagues as we approach just about the halfway mark here of the NFL season. So let's jump into this week's episode and introduce my co-hosts, Huff, Ace, and Mackie. Huff, we're going to start off with you here this week. Uh, I know I was not here this week, or last week, rather. I don't think Ace was either. What do you got for us here, week 10? Yeah, obviously, like you said, week 10 in the NFL, a lot going on. Great time in the sports world. We saw college basketball get started on Monday. Me and Mackie got a nice 2-0 start on the card there uh, with a nice underdog money line on the card tonight with Arizona State. So hoping to start the season hot at uh, 3-0. But uh, like we said, gave ourselves some breathing room starting 2-0. Had a nice weekend myself in the NFL. Thank you to Najee Harris. I said that on Sunday because of the Thursday night football. Um, but needed that. Finally back above uh, the, the positive threshold in the NFL. So looking to build on that. Didn't have too great of an NFL Sunday, but... Uh, Najee Harris, all I needed was those eight and a half units on Thursday. So, um, but other than that, I'll hand things back off over to you. Uh, excited for the excited for a great weekend of sports. Lots of good college football, college basketball Saturday. I can't wait for the first one of those, and then a great NFL slate on Sunday. Good stuff, buddy. Nice to have you here for here yet another week. Ace, let's send it over to you next. What do you got for us, buddy? Yeah, like you said, one week off. Happy to be back. You know, taking care of business, working overtime, but. Another positive week like Huff had, um, not as good. Obviously, that plus eight and a half, pretty crazy. I don't, I haven't seen our exact stats for the last week, but uh, I know I, I just, I was just checking the Canva cards. Actually, I never post, I never finished the results from Monday, so I'll get that posted tonight. Yeah, good luck. So I appreciate it. I want to see how the, I finished on the week total. I believe I was still positive, maybe one or two units. Um, but got over that ten unit plus ten unit mark, back down, and think I'm sitting at like plus just under ten at like nine point seven, something like that. So. Going to be looking to build on that this week. Got full NBA, NHL action as well. So I to get going and uh, ready to roll. That's what Mackie did last year, Mackie. Remember that? You were teetering that 10 point line, that 10 unit line. You just could never get over it. Yeah, no, I think yeah, I got I up to like 15 at week one point. And then it just like dropped back down because I was getting cocky and shit. But this week, I'm, I mean, this year, I'm fucking awful. Another terrible week for me. I think I'm I, the highest I've gotten so far plus twelve. I want to say like just under plus twelve, but now I'm sitting just below plus ten. So in a good spot. Want to keep building, for sure. Hey, you got to get the twenty eight units. Yeah, run it back. Cancel them out. Yeah. Hey, that's year one. It's a rain track year. You, you know, thrown <laughs> right into the fire. <laughs> I mean, I actually know what's going on here. I just showed up off the scene. You guys were year in. I'm like, hey, what's up? Oh shit, we're tracking everything. Get murdered. <laughs> um, so you know, locked in. Found the formula. Got to keep making it. Like stuff recurring. Oh boy, here we are. All right, Mackie, finish it off here. Nice to see you. What do you got for us, buddy? In week ten. Yeah, like I said earlier, terrible week again. It's two out of three really bad weeks. I had a good week in the middle, but um, I'm just not really seeing the board very well right now. I think I went one and six this week, which was terrible. But, you know, you got to keep firing, got to bounce back, just got to do a little more research. But um, other than that, the Cowboys, tough loss. I think they're the better team in that Cowboys-Eagles matchup. Dak played better than Jalen Hurts, in my opinion. Um, Just bounces didn't go our way, balls didn't go our way. Uh, Just happens. But, you know, we'll get them back week 14 in Dallas. Um, yeah, but nice slate last week. Good, good slate coming up this week. Uh, excited to talk to talk about it. Wait, before we get going, what do you guys think about 
what do you what do you guys think about that Cowboys Eagles game? I oh, I was just I you know what's funny is I almost cut right in right after that. I was just say I know we're gonna get into this a bit later, but talking about that game, I mean I think the Cowboys are one of the best teams in the NFL. I've been saying that I, I had them in the top five like a couple weeks ago, but you know what they don't have? And you like to talk about it with Justin Herbert is the clutch gene or a winning culture. And Jalen Hurts and the Eagles do. Like Jalen Hurts wins games. Devontae Smith wins games. Dak Prescott doesn't win games. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. The only reason Dak's a little above Justin Herbert is because he's got those playoff wins under his belt. He's got a few meaningful wins under his belt. But yeah, he does lose a lot in those situations. But I wouldn't necessarily say that was on him. I think he played a really good game. I think he did just about everything right except for... I wouldn't say stepping out of bounds is really on him. Though. He did everything he could on that two-point conversion. But um, taking that sack on the seven-yard line, I think we were on, um, first and goal, I don't even know, first and goal, second goal, whatever it was, it, it completely lost the game for us. But um, I thought the for 50 minutes out of that out of those 60 minutes, Cowboys were the better team um, We in, in Philadelphia too. So that was pr- pretty big. Defense stepped up, played pretty well. Um, but the know. thing is with that defense, like you're saying, they, they stepped up and played well, but if you want to make any noise in the playoffs, especially against divisional rival Philadelphia Eagles, one of the few teams in the league who can line up with them guy for guy down the roster, you can't be giving up 28 points. I know it's on the road. I know all this, all that. But you can't give up that many points and expect to win the game. I, I don't know. I, I, I disagree. I think we can definitely in – in a game like that, definitely 28 point. I mean, neither de- – I mean, so you think the Eagles defense stepped up only giving up 23? I just think at the end of the day, it was kind of play calling. Like we were in the end, we were in the red zone. We were within the ten yard line three times in the final twelve minutes and scored six points. It's just mm. not like you're so not going to win the defense. Game that way. Step up. Put, put the points up on the board when you get the chance, though. Yeah, yeah, no, Matt, I'm, Matt, I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't even watch too much of that game. I was watching what was the boring ass game I was watching because I had uh, Bryce Young versus fucking Colts. No, you watched the I was Panthers watching... versus the Colts. Yeah, I had, I had Bryce. That was, I had that was Bryce like the, Young. Uh, over that was like the, the best Cowboys. Eagles, that was like the best uh, Cowboys Eagles game in like years. That was yeah, so dude. Good. You got money on something, you'll watch anything. It's crazy. And plus, Huff, not when Bryce Young's gonna, playing like that. <laughs> Bryce Young was f- fucking awful that game. I, if I were you, I would just turn the fucking. Mackie did off. that first half. Um, Jets Chargers. Did that go over? Did that hit? Over. No, it, it, I, no, it didn't. It hit 20, and I had 20 and a half, but I had 20 off card, so it oh, pushed I was thinking for me. Oh, Sunday night game? Is that the Sunday night game? Yeah, right? Sunday night when it went yeah, over. I'm just but... fixing up these results real quick. Yeah, pop it Dude, off in the first half. That was terrible. I also didn't get Bengals out, which I had on the card, but I never actually put it on my Canva. You're a bot. Yeah, big time. I was out there that <laughs> fucking terrible week. <laughs> is it because you were ner- not nervous, but is it because you didn't really want to put another play in? No, I was I was busy Sunday. I didn't really even get to watch a lot of football. But um, yeah, yeah I golfed, and, then, and I had to miss the Patriots' loss on the radio while we were golfing. No, I definitely wanted to play that Bengals play. That was one of my more confident plays. But I just I didn't even realize until Tuesday that it wasn't on my card. Yeah, Huff and Dave Portnoy, big Bengals guys now. Mackie's in on that with me. Oh yeah, I've been in. Go Prez, go say it. I'm Joe not. He, he t- we bought in before he did. I I just literally sent that thing to Mackie. Like, like, he bought in pretty go, well though. He brought. I go. Portnoy well. saw the pod and he fit, he had to buy in on the Bengals with us. 67k, dude. And then did you see? I think he put like 15 or 5k on Bengals over Eagles. Like exact. Results. Yeah. yeah. That. So he's got like over, about 70. That's way too dollars. common of a of a Super Bowl pick though. That's the only thing that scares me is everyone that everyone that thinks the Bengals get there, they're like, oh, they're gonna play the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Which is 
It's not a long shot, though, because look at the rest of the NFC. Yeah, the Niners and Cowboys are great and have great rosters, but they just can't seem to do it. Yeah, I agree. And everybody else is just a crapshoot. And we have some bold takes I know we're about to get into. And I'm going to have one of those guys in the crapshoot getting into the playoffs. Alrighty, boys here. Week 10 of the NFL season. I know I'm ready. I'm here for it. I've got a little starting segment here to get us rolling. Three bold predictions. Quick bold predictions for the second half of the NFL regular season. Ace, why don't you get us rolling here on this one? All right. I can definitely get us rolling. Uh, love this one. Second half of the season. Crazy that we're already there. I'm going to go with the Minnesota Vikings to win the NFC North. Huffs was telling me it's not that bold. I think it is a bold prediction with a new QB under center. Joshua Dobbs gets his name in the mix as a positive player, and they end up winning the NFC North. Number two, I have the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. A lot of people down on them right now after some tough games. Taking home the AFC East, I know that a lot of people are high on these Dolphins, but that Bills roster, if they can get clicking again, it's one of the most dynamic teams in the league. And at number one, I have the Baltimore Ravens leading the league in record by the end of the end of the season sitting at seven two right now i think they have the best record and the number one seed in the afc come playoff time those are my three takes eager to hear what you guys got all right so i'll jump in here real quick my uh in no order my first one is i think all four afc north teams make the playoffs in the afc uh right now they're all currently in a playoff position with obviously the ravens sitting at seven and two and then the rest of the division at five and three i have the my second one is going to be the bengals to win the afc i did take that with Mackey last week you heard that i'm big back in on these bengals i think joe burrow is officially back bought in and uh my other one is going to be what did i end up going with i can't remember um, I'm just going to come up with one here on the spot. It's going to be, I'll go with Mackey's Dallas Cowboys to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Oh, I like wow, it. Playoffs inclusive. Huffsy's a lot in that team. I like it. I see a lot in that Cowboys, team. Cowboys, well. Bengals. It will be the Super Bowl this year. The Super Bowl that nobody wins? Well, the Bengals will take it, I think. Somebody has to win, I guess, right? Yeah, I guess someone it's has a game, to win. That's a game Dak can win. But, um,. I can get into mine. Okay, number one, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys to win the NFC East. Um, if you look into the Eagles schedule coming up in the Cowboys schedule, that. look completely different. Cowboys have a big uh, advantage here, so I think that we can overcome I like that, this. too. I was looking at that the other day. Yeah, I think we can overcome this deficit and uh, and uh, win this division. Number two, I'm also going to go with the Bengals to win the AFC North. Um, I think Joe Burrow is playing incredible football. I think we're going to have to see a bit of a decline from, from – uh, Lamar Jackson for this to happen, but you know, maybe it could happen. And number three, I'm going to go with Alvin Kamara to get his name in uh, with uh, offensive player of the year. I think he's just going to, he's going to lead this, um, lead this Saints team to the, to that division lead and, uh, and at least into a playoff spot. And uh, he's going to have a pretty good second half of the season. Yeah. His target share is through the roof. Mackie, I was saying, I like that Cowboys pick. Cause if you guys recall week zero episode, I was the only one tooting their horn to take home that, NFC East title. So hopefully they can come back with it. I have some money on that future. Yeah, sitting in the spot right now, I mean, we have four easy games coming up. They have to play the Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, and then the Cowboys again. And we have to play we get to play in Dallas. So I think for that game, we're gonna be playing for a division lead in, in that game. And I think uh I think we can we can come out on top. So definitely I like all those takes, boys. Hopefully uh my Ravens pick can outweigh your Bengals one though, but time will tell. I'm gonna go with the stronger defense because, as we know, defense wins championships. But no, they can get the they can get the uh, they can get the best record. I think the I'm fine with the Bengals sneaking as a wild card team and going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I was well, keeping I my pick, pops. I was keeping my bold predictions as uh, as regular season entities, but 
for the playoffs, it's a whole different beast. I'd have to reevaluate everything there. If I go with oh, the kingdom. Yeah. Great stuff there, boys. Let's keep it moving here into the NFL with our power rankings coming into week 10. Running through that list at number five, we have the Jags. At number four, the Bengals. Three, the Ravens. Two, the Chiefs. And coming in at number one again this week is the Philadelphia Eagles. What are you guys thinking about this one coming into week 10? There are power rankings for the NFL. Yeah, Bengals come flying in at number four. We haven't seen them yet in our power rankings after that tough 0-2 start. Um, but, you know, they're, they're definitely there. They're definitely a top-four team in the league right now um, for sure. Uh, I think they're 5-3, and three, but, you know, playing really good football. So, Mackie, like you said, Bengals come flying in. Rightfully slow. Joe Burrow, fully healthy. We see him extending the pocket, running for plays. That Bengals team is on the rise. Ravens still sitting up there ahead of them. Playing great football. I think Mackey's going to stop fading them a little bit. Um, Chiefs and Eagles can't really move them from the top two. I mean, what are you going to do? But that five spot is so crazy to me. You could put a lot of teams there. You could put the Cowboys, the Jaguars, the Bills, the Niners, the Dolphins, the Lions. I mean, it's pretty crazy once you get to up past that top upper echelon of the NFL. There's a lot of teams in the mix, which makes an exciting year. So as we dive into these games, um, Mackey, let me know what you got. What's crazy is the Cowboys lost this week, and I, I gained more respect for them. I think they moved up in my power rankings because of how, how well of a performance they put up against probably the best team in the NFL right now. So, um, you, you know, they didn't really have that game where they proved themselves yet this year, and I think they really proved themselves in a losing effort as well. So I think there's a lot more to come from that team. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Who is your guys' most likely pick to bump into that top five? Is it the Niners? Is it the Cowboys? Is it the Bills? Those are the three best rosters outside of it. But do you see one of them or somebody else jumping into that fifth spot in our power rank? Uh, um, I think the Niners are the best team outside of the top five. But with the schedules coming up, I think the Cowboys have the best chance of getting back in. I think they're going to dominate these next few weeks and then rolling into that game against the Eagles. They have four pretty easy games before that game. They get to play that game at home. They're going to have a lot of momentum. Um, I think that this, this schedule works out perfect for them. I think that they'll be back in our top five really soon. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But I, I do think it, the Niners have a tough schedule coming up in Jacksonville this week, obviously, and then home against Tampa Bay in Seattle, in Philly, and then home against Seattle. So a tough next five weeks for San Francisco. I think if they pull off a couple wins there, we're going to have to start respecting them again, get them back in this top five. Yeah, one thing I would like to say, though, is um, I, I don't know what week it is. I was just looking for it. But when those Bills and Dolphins match up again, I'm going to say it again. Whoever wins that game will find their way to my top five, I'm thinking. Um, I just think I don't think Bills the Bills – I don't think they, they have enough to be in my top five. I think five there's right too now. many people sleeping on the Bills right now. Like you, last year, you, I was so low on them. I was so, so low on them. But they're not – They're not. I feel like you hate on the Bills more than anyone I know. No, yeah, you hated them going into last – Got to be biased. I, I, I hated them last year. I, had, I didn't have them last year at all. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't think they're as good as the top – Three, like I don't think they're Super Bowl winners, but I think they're being undervalued right now. They're too good. Josh Allen's too good to be uh, outside of the top seven. I don't. I, I really don't think so. I think that he's not good enough to carry a team like that. His name doesn't carry enough weight like Pat Mahomes carries the Chiefs to number two. Like I, I honestly don't think the Chiefs are number two. Might not even be in top five without without hit without um oh his obviously. name. But yeah, but I'm saying like if you just had a different quarterback there and they're still six oh. and two, they're probably the fifth number five team out. Or something, but um, Josh Allen's name doesn't carry enough. I don't. I also don't think the Bills are playing very good football. They had one good win really against the Dolphins, and the Dolphins don't really have any good wins. So how credible is that win really? Um, 
put up 18 points last week against against the Bengals. You expected more. You said you expected more. You took the over and you took the Bills because you thought the Bills were going to go off. Only put up 18 points. So, I mean, I, I just thought that you'd be a little he- more hesitant about. Um, yeah, I'm not, not saying they're playing good football. That's a good point by you. I, I think they are They are playing probably the worst I've seen them play in the Josh Allen tenure. But I do think their ceiling is much higher than a lot of these other teams in the division. I think if they can get some health on the defensive side of the ball in the skill that they have on offense, I think their potential is through the roof. But uh, they have to start playing that way. And honestly, they just have to get in. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. Josh Allen just seems to get into the playoffs and he can do his thing. But they got, they do got to get in. It's a loaded AFC. Yeah, for sure. We all knew that was coming, though. The good thing about the AFC is that all those AFC North teams still have to play each other. So yep. they got they got to lose. <laughs> They're all sitting in a playoff spot right now, but that somebody's got to lose. We've already played the uh, we get a, we have the Bengals twice in the next four weeks, so that's going to be our tough test with the with the AFC North. I'm worried about those two matchups, but obviously already beat the already beat the Bengals or already beat the Browns, already beat the Ravens, so we have our two away games with those. So uh, AFC North, I always say it, everyone splits, takes our home games. So if we can get out of the division three and three, I'm happy. I think the Browns end up falling out by the end of the season. I just think the injuries are going to end up catching up to them. Defense isn't going to be able to hold much longer. And Deshaun Sean Watson's Watson isn't looking. that good. He's, and he's also not even healthy. You're going quarterback to quarterback week in, week out. You, you know, you got you don't have a steady rhythm. But at the end of the day, in this tough division, that team's definitely going to be the one to fall out. Uh, I could see the, the the Steelers because of their offensive woes falling out too with, when it comes down to it. But I I think the Steelers are exactly where we thought they were going to be. And maybe a little bit ahead of pace right now. But in terms of power ranking, skill, they're exactly where I thought they would be. Um, I still think they can pop off a bit more on offense. I think their defense is going to carry the load most of the way. It's going to keep them as a bubble team all year long. So it's all going to come down to that last game of regular season, probably. The Steelers are literally playing worse than I thought they would, and they have a better record than I thought they would. Like they've you had a lot un- more faith in that un- offense. Underimpressed, but they're just winning football. Yeah, games. I know what you mean. I'll tell you one thing: I was never high on Najee Harris. I always thought the passing. I thought Kenny Pickett was a little bit better, but I'm going to give him the excuse I gave Mac Jones, which isn't panning out well. But our team's awful, so it's like I think it's a sophomore slump for Kenny Pickett. I don't think he's as bad as he's playing. Um, but I think their passing game is going to keep growing and growing. We saw Deontay Johnson finally get in, so expect them to keep going off of that that healthy season four. Dude, Pickett has the arm. He was making some throws last game in the prime time. I was like, he can have it. He just needs the confidence. He needs maybe you're maybe you're he right. He doesn't maybe, have to have it with that. Maybe defense. it is the <laughs> offensive coordinator because he's not really giving giving him the opportunity to gain his confidence. Because when when he's not confident, he's he's pretty damn bad. But he's sitting in there. He made a throw on third down. I think it was like third and eleven or something. Right in in the, I think it was Deontay Johnson's pocket. I was like, holy shit! Like he can make these throws if they give him the opportunity. Just really not giving it to him. It is still the, I mean, for how much I watch him, he, he doesn't know when to throw it away, know when to go down and r- not risk the extra. Like, he'll try to jump between two offensive linemen. We don't have a good offensive line to begin with. And he just doesn't know when to just throw the ball away. He doesn't know when the line's blown up. I mean, we're playing elite defenses in the AFC North. Like, in that Ravens game, he played pretty good. In that Browns game, he played pretty good. But in other games against, like, the 49ers, take sack after sack. It's like it reminds me of when I was watching Ben and Ben had that same problem. He didn't want to. He did not want to throw it away. He wanted to. He thought he was going to break a tackle and then find a guy wide open. And that's what pick. I don't know if that's what Pickett thinks, but that's my only thing with him is he needs to start throwing the ball away more because, we'll, we'll when we do decide to pass on first down, that if he gets sacked, it turns a second in, or a first in, or second and ten into a second and eighteen. And then I mean, our offense is one of the most predictable offenses in the world. But you know, we're just going to try to run it and get eight yards and make it a third and long. 
Once it's second and 18, the drive is over. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll probably get into that more with these week-by-week week games. A lot to look forward to in the second half. Lots of good stuff coming into this week, like a said, coming into the second half of the season. Got a couple trends to get us going here in week 10. I'm just peeping a dummy and taking that over, but NFL unders are now 83, 50, 52, and 1, hitting at 61.5%, the best through nine weeks since 1991. Monday night football unders are 10 and 1 in 2023 and 55, 28, and 1 since 2019. This season, night game unders 22 and 7, 62 and 29 over the last two years. And second half unders, Huff, the opposite of yours, is 82, 53, and 1. I'm finding that Mon- very interesting. Monday night football unders are 10 and 1. That is insane. Just imagine taking that. And we know that. We know primetime unders hit. And we still don't. And we still take the over. Oh, boy. All right. Um, That's all I got here to get us rolling into week 10. Let's start off with this Thursday night football game here. The Carolina Panthers at, heading to Chicago to visit the Bears. The Bears, the favorite here, three points for them. Their money line minus 176, total 38 and a half. Panthers money line at plus 148. Trends I got for this one are, where they go? Bears, one in 15 straight up in their last 16 conference games. Bears, one in 11 straight up in their last 12 games in November. Panthers, two and 14 straight up, four and 12 against the spread in their last 16 games on the road. I couldn't find any good trends about either of these teams to support this spread, to support this total. Curious to hear what you guys think here. Thursday night football in week 10. Ace, get us rolling. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the only person that's going to be watching this is Huff if he takes a Bryce Young prop again. What a, what a brutal <laughs> game on this Sunday, on this Sunday, or uh, on this Thursday night, I believe it's right. Thursday night game? Yes. Thursday yeah. night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brutal game, but what else do you expect on Amazon Prime? Um, but it might turn out to be a better one. I could see points on both sides with some weaker defenses in this one. Uh, hoping we get Justin Fields back and we can see two of the younger guys maybe get back to doing some of the things they used to do in college. So I don't really think I'll I'll definitely have a play on it. I don't know what it is at this point. Could be a Chuba Hubbard touchdown. That's just something I've been looking at. But um, yeah, I, I don't have an official one. Adam Thielen's been great for me all year, though. I've, I've taken him on the card a few times, receptions and touchdowns. But uh, I do think there's some scoring in this one. Eager to hear what you guys think, what side you're leaning on. Yeah, I, I've been, like I said, like you said, I've been watching this Carolina team the past couple of weeks. Uh, not necessarily something I'm too proud of. I've bet him in the past two weeks. So um, I, I think Bryce Young is getting better. Last week he had two pick sixes against the same guy, Kenny Moore, on the Colts. Just was all over him all That's game. Uh, got Yeah, got the two pick sixes that he ran both back to the house with his whole family in the house. So, like, every time that dude picked it off, they showed all of his sisters jumping around up there. So, I mean, big day, good day for him. But Bryce Young... I had the over one and a half. He threw two picks in the red zone. Not a good look, but uh, I'm going to go back to the Panthers here. Panthers plus the points. I'll take the three and a half. I like them with the points. They could win the game. If anything, I might just end up taking them the win or do the double down and take the spread and the uh, and the money line because I like them in this game. I, I'm not sold on Tyson Bajan. I, I know I said I was a couple of weeks ago. I thought he could step Fields in and be low. a pretty good quarterback, but no, it's not uh, Fields. Yeah, I'm Aaron on the side of this Definitely. being Bajan with the Thursday it night. Is, it, 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 um, Justin Fields is doubtful. They said it's like okay, not a good chance he's playing. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, looking I, at I, it last night, and I saw I saw questionable. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with the Panthers here. Give me the Panthers with the points. Won't start. These these teams have a combined three wins. I don't really think you can go right either way. Mm. But, um, I mean, the Bears being three-and-a-half-point favorites, I don't think they should ever be three-and-a-half-point favorite. That team is not nearly good enough to be a favorite in any game. It's a pretty shitty game. I'm probably just going to take the under. I don't think either quarterback gets anything going. Um, Panthers have a pretty good defense. It's been they've been pretty well um last game they played well against the colts take away those two pick sixes only get 14 points i didn't really watch the rest of the game but that's just off the top of my head um and i don't think bryce young can really get anything going i don't care if he's playing the bears defense or alabama defense i don't really think he's gonna um get much going i like the under 38 i think it's two two shitty teams in the prime time um just such a low number though yeah, every two, time I see two, two shit teams, teams prime time just take under it, I swear this, to God, it goes over every this, single time. This, this Dude, I was like, just gonna say this is prime teaser opportunity. You take the the Panthers plus ten and a half, and you take over thirty one and a half. That's not a bad play. I, I do, mean, I do under I or do under forty five, under for, yeah, whatever it is. But dude, that's I think I I said it. That was my first take initially off the game. I think these defenses have names, like you said. They have Edmonds. I think the the Bears just brought someone at the deadline. The, the, then you have the Panthers. They have Brian Burns and some other guys. But I think this is finally a time where they have some positive thoughts going into this game. They're like not worried about getting blown out. I think they've all got some time under their belt. Both quarterbacks really young. I think the running backs are healthy now on both sides. You have Sanders and Hubbard. I think um, what's his name is playing for the Dante Foreman. No, no. I think Khalil Herbert's back as well. And Foreman's look good. So if you can get the thunder and lightning on both sides. I think it might help out a bit. I like, I like, that's a good teaser opportunity, in my opinion. 10.5 for the Panthers, over 31.5 or 45.5 if you want to go under. I do think it's just somewhere around 40 points, uh, 40, 42 points. But um, yeah, that might be something I look into. Excited to see Adam Thielen as the best player on the field on Thursday Night Football, though. That guy's great. Fantasy diamond in the rough. Bad week last week, though. He's got to bounce back. Well, for sure, I think in the prime time, don't you? Yeah. That Bears defense, dude. Remember when people were high on them coming into the year? Like they were high on fields. So that was nuts. I, I liked him. I didn't think they were, he was as high as pe- people had him as like top five potential. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like MVP. better than Mac Jones, but not that good. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that they do put up some points this week. Though I would have liked to have seen Fields play, but I think it'll be a better game than we expect. But off rip, ish. Right, let's move on from this shit game. Thursday night football here in week 10, Panthers and Bears. Something to look forward to here before we get into the rest of the week here. This next matchup, Colts and Patriots, 9.30 a.m. Eastern in Germany. The Colts, the favorite here, one and a half points for them, minus 122 in the money line. Patriots money line at plus 104, and the total at 43 and a half. The only uh, trend I have here is that Indy's 8-1 and to the team total over this season best in the NFL their team total their team total sitting at 22 and a half um they've they're the only NFL team to score 20 points in every game this season scored 20 plus points in 10 straight games second longest streak Jags and Browns with five games so they just crush that streak so 22 and a half is pretty tempting in my eyes but curious to hear what you guys think coming into this game here in Germany ace your Patriots uh down by just one and a half points what do you think yeah I mean if I hit on him last week, the only way I could is on the card with that Ramondre Stevenson plus 150 touchdown. Great value, 64-yard run. But coming into this matchup, those trends you just read me are not good for the Patriots. Over 20 points in every game, Patriots struggle to put up 10 sometimes. So this will be a tough one. I like the under here a lot, 44 and a half. I think this is a great spot for early game over in Germany. Two teams 
that like to run the ball. So I think that the Patriots defense is able to keep it tough for Minshew and then that good run game. Um, not going to take the Patriots on the money line. Maybe we'll off card just because I'll be watching, but it'll probably be a prop if I take one. Probably not on the card this week, but I think this is going to be a low scoring, uh, close matchup throughout. Mackie, let me hear what you got. Yeah, I definitely like the low scoring aspect of it too. I'm really looking at a Patriots team total under. I don't really think they can get much going. What we've seen all season, this is a really good defense. I faded the Colts week in and week out, honestly. And it just really hasn't been working out. This team's a lot better than I anticipated. Um, Gardner Minshew has been playing some pretty good football, putting up some, some points. Um, I think he has a slower game this week, but he's not really going to have to do that much against this 2-7 and seven Patriots team. Um, I really like the Colts minus one and a half as well. I think that they they figure it out. They uh they they're not going to drop this game. I don't think they're going to get to five and five. Patriots don't really not really playing for much. They don't have much life. Mac Jones is kind of playing for a starting role in this league right now. So I guess um he'll be playing pretty well, but or he'll be trying to play pretty well. But I mean, even like last week, like just some terrible throws, terrible misplays. Yeah, he has no line, no playmakers around him though. It's so brutal to watch. Uh, the excuses, the excuses. Yeah, that's what's tough. Um, it's like if you're good, you'll win in any situation. That's why it's like, oh, I don't think he's that bad, but you hit, you know, have any ground to stand on. He just he has more signs of greatness than any shitty QB ever. But yeah, he is a shitty QB. I think he he deserves a spot in this league, but not with this current roster. Um, wouldn't be mad if we brought him back. We'd have to revamp the roster completely. Yeah, but I'm going to yeah, go with the Colts and the Patriots team total under. Um, at least one will be on my card. Yeah, I don't I don't have much to say about this game. I don't know what the fans of Ger- NFL Germany did to deserve Colts-Patriots as one of their uh, Germany games, but I'm sure they're pissed about that after seeing Chiefs-Dolphins last week. I like two plays in this one. I do like the Colts in this one. Probably won't card it. I will card the under. I'll take the under 43, 44 and a half, whatever I'm seeing. I know you could probably shop it around, but I will be taking the under in this game. Do you think you're Hoff, you getting up early to card that one? Uh, yeah, I'll be, I, I might card first half and full game under. I don't think there's going to be much excitement no, I, in this I, game. I like that play. I, I'm not going to card anything from this one. If I do, it might be that Ramondre touchdown. Plus 150 last week, but. Nothing too crazy for me. I, I first do half like under twenty one and a half, full that's game under forty three and a half. I'll take both. Twenty one and a half. That's nice. You get that extra point. Yeah, I'll take both. I like that. All right, another shitty game. Let's move on. Mackie just calling it how oh, it is. Another oh for, for two on these games this week. Today's today's NFL, dude. Oh god. Keeping it moving here, moving into our 1 o'clock slate, the San Francisco 49ers heading to Jacksonville all the way across the country to visit the Jags. 49ers are the favorite here, minus 3 for them, minus 162 on the money line, and the total at 45.5. No trends for me here. Mackie, why don't you just roll in here on this first 1 o'clock matchup? Yeah, I really like this game. This is definitely a good game, by the way. Uh, one for two, one for 3 now, 1 and 2. But um, I'm going to go with the Jags here, plus the 3. I like the value here on the, on, on the Jags at home. They're playing really good football. I think they've won five straight, if I'm not wrong. Um, 49ers obviously trending in the opposite direction. They've lost three straight after starting 5-0. and I want to see Brock, Brock Purdy play with a little uh, adversity going forward. Um, he has never had to in his career. Um, he's lost three straight now. There's a lot of a lot riding on his shoulders. He's been the golden child just since he came into the – or since he started uh, on the Niners. Uh, I, I want to see him overcome this adversity. He hasn't really done it yet, and before and until he does, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bet on the Niners. Um, I like the value in the Jags at home, minus the three points. Plus the three points. No right. Jags. Oh yeah, plus Jags? yes, 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 yes. My bad. 
Yeah, I'm on the same side. I like the Jaguars with the points. I think the this is a good team right now at home. I think they're they're catching their buzz right at the right time, and the Niners obviously trending downward at the same time. Uh, the money's still on the Niners. People have faith in the Niners coming off a bye week and get things right. I definitely think you know you'll see your McCaffrey touchdown on the first drive. It seems like that's all Kyle Shanahan cares about each week. It's like let's just get McCaffrey in the end zone and then we can try to win this game. Um, but I'm gonna go Jaguars with the points. I like it. I'll take the plus three. I might buy the hook to three and a half. You know what's crazy is you don't see this often. Two teams both coming off the bye week coming into this matchup. So I really I don't think I'm gonna have a play on it for that reason. I think this is gonna be a very highly efficient contest. Two teams that are gonna get healthier going into the match, too. Um, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game throughout. Even though it's two great defenses, I think both teams will find ways to put points on the board. I think Debo Samuel's back for that Niners offense. So the more I'm thinking about, the more I'm leaning on the Niners, but I'm high on this Jaguars team too. Tough spot. Two teams with big aspirations for the season. Um, definitely going to be something on my TV. Going to have to bet it somehow. Maybe I'll get a good line on McCaffrey touchdown against a good Jaguars defense. He's got to keep that streak going. But, um, yeah, two teams coming off the bye. Should be some great football here. Expect a lot of points. All righty, let's keep it moving through this 1 o'clock slate here. The next game are the New Orleans Saints heading to Minnesota to visit the Vikings. The Saints, the favorite here, just two and a half points. Their money line, minus 146. Vikings, plus 124 on the money line. The total at an even 41. No trends for me out of this one. Huff, why don't you get us started here in Minnesota? Yeah, this is a this is a good matchup for this Saints team, and this is why I'm on the Saints here. I think uh, all the hype's around Josh Jobs and these Minnesota Vikings right now. Back to back home games, he steps in last week, gets the big win for him in a in a concussion situation when Jaron Hall goes down. No Cam Akers this week. I did see Justin Jefferson's practicing. I don't think he's going to be playing in this game. That might be a little bit too quick of a return. I'm on the Saints minus the two and a half points. I think what Mackie said earlier about Alvin Kamara, I think he has a massive game. I think you could see a Chris Olave touchdown, but uh, I'm on the Saints minus the two and a half points. Ace, I'll hand things off over to you. Yeah, Huff, two teams we were both high on coming into the season, the Saints and the Vikings. Not, I'm actually pretty surprised to hear you say the Saints in this one. I think it could be a low-scoring bout like all Saints games have been this year. But I do think the Vikings come out and win this one. Josh Dobbs showed me what he had on short week, no practice reps. How about that that scene of him on the sidelines practicing a snap cadence just moments before going out and leading a game-winning few drives, right? I mean, I like what they're doing. If they can jet us back, even better. But I predicted a few weeks ago all these Lions fans hated me on our social media. But uh, I think this Vikings team can win a division. I'm going to roll with Josh Dobbs here. This might be on my card. Not going to be an easy one. I think it's going to be a sweaty close punch to punch bout but we've seen Dobbs can do it and I like him he might be getting another touchdown himself might have to look at that line as he likes to run him in too but I'm going with the uh, Vikings in this one Mackie who are you siding with yeah I'm with you Huff I'm going on the Saints in this one um I like this Vikings team I think Josh Dobbs is a perfect fit for them I think they played awesome last week what they did was really cool and they ended up <coughs> driving down the field and winning that football game but um I think Josh Dobbs takes a step back here. I think everyone's really high on them right now. And the fact that Vegas made New Orleans a two-and-a-half-point favorite in in Minnesota, I think, says a lot. Um, I think that, like like Huff said, and like I said earlier, Alvin Kamara has a monster game. Derek Carr just does enough to get to get by, and the Saints defense plays really well. Josh Dobbs is still trying to learn this offense just because he, did, he, had, he got a win last week against a pretty measly uh, Atlanta Falcons team. 
doesn't mean that he's back to that he knows this entire offense and everything's on 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 point. He still doesn't know this offense. He's still trying to learn this offense. And on top of that, Minnesota doesn't really play good football at home. Um, they're one and three at home, opposed to four and one on the road. So it's like um, it's definitely not a fluke that it's that way. They just don't, they just predominantly don't play good football at home. Uh, I think the Saints come out on top in this game. Saints really need this one. This this division's getting tight. Uh, they need to win these games early on. I agree. I think it's a much better defense than the Falcons, too. Falcons, statistics-wise, have, like, a top six defense in the league. But, I mean, like... in Their coach in just, like, subtracts, like, them, like, six places because of the plays that they call. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the way that they actually play the game, they're not a top... They're not a top ten defense, yeah. I think. Like, no one's scared of the Falcons just because of the dumbass that's running the plays. Literally. All righty, boys, here. Another 1 o'clock matchup to get into. The Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Bucks, the favorite here. Just one and a half points. Lots of small spreads as we get uh, into the, this early week. Minus 116 on the money line. Minus 102 for the Titans. Total at 38 and a half. No trends from me coming out of this 1 o'clock matchup. But you guys particularly excited about this one? What do you guys think? No, I don't. I don't. I don't really like this game very much. Um, this Bucks team, I'm really have to. I have to fall off for them. They're on their four game losing streak after starting three and one. We found a little hope in them. They're definitely still better than I thought they would be this year. Baker's playing some pretty good football, but they're not winning football games. Uh, the defense is giving up a lot of points. I think this Tennessee this Tennessee team is trending in the right direction with Will Levis. Tough loss last week, but it's hard to go into Pittsburgh and win a football game on Thursday night football. So um, I think Will Levis has a pretty good game. I think this Titans defense is a good game. And uh, I think that they're probably going to win this football game, but I'm, I don't know if I'm going to have a play on this one. See, I actually kind of like the Bucs here. I think the Bucs get a, get a nice home game against an opponent that's not necessarily who they've seen in the past couple of weeks. Um, I, I like them in this spot at home, a 1 o'clock matchup against a Titans team, a young quarterback. I think the, the Buccaneers defense has a great game. I think Baker Mayfield does just enough. Rashad White had a great game last week. They're starting to get the running game going in, in Tampa Bay. Put up 37 last week in a loss. Uh, a crazy, you know what I mean, end of the game loss to C.J. Stroud. That was one of the best games I've watched or the best drives I've watched by a young quarterback. He is honestly really fun to watch. I like this Texans team a lot. I think this Bucks team is really good. Is not really good, though. I think they're good for their division. I think they're a pesky team. That's why I like them to win this game. I'll take the Bucks with the uh, – I'm seeing on the best line I can get minus one. So I'm going to take the Bucs. Uh, I'll get the Bucs with the spread here. I think Baker has a tough game against that defense. So that defense plays pretty well, and they've been play, playing pretty well these last few games. Baker's going to throw an interception, I think, at least. That's a, that's a Mike Vrabel-led defense if I've ever seen one. Not great talent, but he can coach those players up. A player's coach, similar to Mike Tomlin up there in Pittsburgh. But, um, yeah, talking about this Titans team, I'm super high on Will Levis, dude. He's looked great. He's got the huge arm. I love that. Excited to see him really retain that starting role for the rest of the season and build on a successful career, especially with D-Hop out there. It's fun to watch. Um, meanwhile, the Bucks, I got to I gotta agree with you, Mackie. I got to jump off the high horse a bit. Maybe they're exactly where we pegged them at. Or I pegged them at the beginning of the season. They're just better than over six and a half wins or five and a half wins, whatever it was. But they're not much better than that. I, I know it's at home, so this helps them a bit. But I think that the, we just saw CJ Stroud, another fellow rookie of Will Levis, tear up a Bucks defense, tear up my Bucks play last week in seconds, putting up 40 points. And this team's not that great. I think Levis can have some success through the air as well. Then you have Derrick Henry on the ground against a stout run defense. I don't think that the Bucs can put up enough points to keep pace, but Baker Mayfield, when he's when he's dumpster fire for a bit, that's when he usually comes out of it and has a great game. So 
I don't know if I'll be carding this, but I do think Will Levis continues his success in the NFL. It had a nice play for me on last Thursday night football on that over on yards. That was crazy. The they got the ball back at the last second. Steelers still get the win. And that's how we all swept. That was that was craziness. Yeah, that was a good we we that was a good Thursday night football. Mac, you remember you texted me, no shot. He's getting the ball back. I turned off the TV. Well, no, I left the bar with my buddy. I was like, yep, they're not going to get it back. I get home, I see they're they're driving at the 50. I'm like, oh, he did it. What a what a guy. Way to be. I think he has a much better game against, uh, even though the Bucks defense is no slouch, I think uh, he can have more success than he did last week at Heinz. Good stuff there, boys, here in, coming out of Tampa Bay. Another matchup here up in Baltimore, the Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens. Six points here for the Ravens, minus 270 on the money line, total 38 and a half. Ace, what are you thinking about this matchup here? Big Hoss been talking the talk, or what's he saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, shout out Big Hoss. Just had a kid yesterday, so I think I got to ride with the Ravens again here this week. So you're an uncle. Yeah, yeah, I'm a godfather, actually. Oh, yeah. Wow. Congratulations, right. congratulations. Thank you, yeah, very exciting. She just came <laughs> home today, and they had Ravens jerseys on. They they each had one. There's three Ravens jerseys, mom, dad, daughter. A so. born loser, what? I don't know. Born <laughs> born right into a great spot she is, just in time for the Ravens playoff push. Um, Yeah, against the Cleveland Browns, I love them in this matchup this week. I mean, minus six, pretty, pretty tall order, but... We've seen what they've been doing at M&T Bank Stadium. They've been demolishing teams. Defense been lights out. But the last two games there, they've given up a combined six points, three apiece, putting up over 30 themselves. Lamar doesn't even have to do any work for them to win. Um, this team's firing on all cylinders. I don't know why I haven't been parting Gus Edwards' touchdown. He scored like seven in the last two weeks. And it's automatic when they get on the one. I said it on Sunday, but I didn't take it. Uh, love everything the Ravens got going on both sides of the ball. Browns banged up, like Mackie said. No true run game. I think it's going to be hard for them through the air and on offense to put up points. But, Mackie, let me come in and hear why you think the Browns are going to take this one on the road. No, I definitely don't think the Browns are going to take this one on the road. Like I said last week, I said I'm going to keep fading these Ravens, but if they go in and they blow out this team, I'm going to have to going to have to lay, lay back on that and actually respect them. And I do respect them a lot more now. Um, this Ravens team is good. Like um, like you said, it thir- it, the score was 30-3 last week, and I look, at, look over, and Lamar Jackson has 11 fantasy points. So they're just finding ways to, to move the football and play good football, even without Lamar Jackson. So that says a lot about that Ravens team. Um, that being said, I think he's 18-1 in his career against NFC opponents. So he just he dominates NFC opponents. This is an AFC uh, divisional matchup. It's a lot different. You're going in two really good defenses. I think the score stays low. I think it's way under 38. I think both offenses have a really tough time. I think the Ravens do win this game because I said in the beginning of the season that I think every AFC North opponent, when they play each other, the home team's going to win. I said that in the beginning of the season. I think I think it's happened, too, uh, for the most part. But um, I think that the Ravens find a way to win this game. I just I, I don't know. Six points in the divisional matchup. Oh, good Six is a lot is. for the divisional. I'll not, I'm not going to lean either side. I think the Ravens win the football game, though. I think that Brown's defense is great. Sorry to cut you off, off real quick. I just think no, that the, the Ravens have seen them so many times. Lamar Jackson so dynamic, offense so banged up for the Browns. I think, I think that they find ways to expose the Browns' defense a bit, like uh, the, the elite teams only the elite teams in the NFL can do, since it's such a good defense and uh, tough sledding on the offensive side. Ravens. I really do think the Ravens' defense is like top four. Ravens keep getting these home games too. I mean, they, they play really good football at home. Yeah, I, I, 
I'll be the one to do it. I'm on the Browns here. I like the Browns at the points. This line's been dropping. Uh, I'm going to get in on the plus six while I can. I think this is a close, tight AFC North battle. Uh, I like the under as well. I'll go Browns with the points and under 38 and a half. I think this is a just true classic AFC North matchup. Give me the points with the under. I don't think the points is a bad play hop. Do you think there's any value in the Browns on the money line? I, I yeah I, I don't know I, I I'm gonna take the points I, I'm not a huge underdog money line guy uh, I like the points but just to make me feel a little more safe but I, I mean I could see this get obliterated like my my teaser did last week when I gave the Seahawks 14 points but uh, I, I'm gonna stick with it there's a lot of money on the Ravens I'm gonna trust my gut when when this line's dropping like this I'm gonna go with the Browns I'm I'm getting in number plus six Huff I'm with you but I I've lost so much money betting against the Ravens I'm not doing it again if this was in Cleveland Mac you would take them. Plus three and money line the Browns. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, M and T Bank. I think the Ravens keep rolling. Lamar Jackson cementing himself in the MVP conversation. Quick question: Any of you guys tail that? This was a big hoss play to me last week. He calls me up. It's like twelve forty, right? Last time you can get bets in, and he goes, "Hey, do you know it's a Odell Beckham Jr.'s birthday today? You know he's scoring a touchdown. He hasn't all year. Yeah, it's, he's been crying. I saw you send that. I didn't take it. And man. I was like, No, nah, I didn't know that." Honestly, it's his birthday. The way Lamar Jackson, that whole team is, the way Odell Beckham Jr. is, scoring a touchdown. And the funny thing is, it was from Tyler Huntley. It's uh, that was a no. They were scripting him a TD. That was a make a wish touchdown. And they were like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The fucking old man, the football, make it 37 to three instead of 30 to three. Yeah. His post game interview was so hard to watch. They were like, what, what do you think about the touchdown, Odell? He's like, you know, I just battled so hard. It's like, <laughs> you the Super Bowl, you caught a touchdown on your fucking 30th birthday. Go home. Yeah. I just knew that was coming. Great hit by It was him. a good hit. Great hit. But yeah. I just, I think he's such an asshole. I can't stand him as a person. Yeah. No. And I think it's the other weapons outside of him. He was brought in. Probably one of the highest paid guys on that offense. Guys like Gus Edwards, Zay Flowers, um, Mark Andrews, we already know like him. But Keaton Mitchell, what about him running for over 150 yards last week? I mean, that team's got a lot of playmakers on both sides. And then I really think the Roquan Smith move, best, well, maybe the best linebacker in the league after this year. Um, really just putting himself in that conversation as best player, um, one of the best players in the league. This will be a good game too, though, I think. I think. I do think it will. I don't think it will be as much of a blowout, but we'll see. Going to see what happens here coming into that one o'clock matchup here. Into this next one, the Houston Texans heading north to Cincinnati. The Bengals are favorited here. Six and a half points for them, minus 320 on the money line. 47 is the even total. No trends for me coming out of this one o'clock matchup. Mackie, why don't you get us rolling here in Cincinnati? Yeah, I'm just going to keep ripping Bengals spread until Joe Burrow proves me wrong. They're rolling right now. They're probably the best team in the league right now. I'd take them over anyone right now. Um, at home, Houston Texans defense is going to give up a lot of points to Joe Burrow. Uh, C.J. Stroud might struggle a little against this AFC North defense. Uh, yeah, give me the Bengals minus seven on their home turf. Yep, I'm, I said that a couple weeks ago. I'll take the Bengals till they till this streak dies. I've been on them for about the past five weeks now. Give me the Bengals again. I'll take them. How can you not take the Bengals? I mean, they're playing just great football. This is what we're expecting from Joe Burrow. That's why, honestly, I don't know about you guys. I know Joe Burrow really wanted to play at the beginning of the season. Why the hell was he in the lineup? I mean, they were just risking further injury. If he banged that up again, they would have been out of it for the whole year. Look at how dynamic he is when he's running. They're lucky They're lucky he got out of it without a further injury. I mean, 
He's playing incredible football now because he's healthy, but he clearly wasn't healthy those first three weeks. But he just loves the back-to-back years. He digs himself an 0-2 hole, 1-3 hole, and he finds his way back to the top of the AFC North like he always does. But I truly um, think if he doesn't start the season, though, I don't think they win that Rams game. I think they start out 0-4. I will tell you what, though. I think that this, my favorite play in this game, I know you guys like the Bengals. Are you taking them with the points like on the card? Maybe. I don't know if it's going to be on the card. There's going to be so much fucking money on the Bengals. I don't know. If I, be able to I, I think the, the Texans are rolling. Though. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't I'm think they win this them. game, but I think it's a shootout. And I think over 47 and a half is a great play. I, don't I like know. that I, over as well with the two. I kind of like that, actually, with the, the Bengals defense. I, I said last week, Reader, Trey Hendrickson, they've all been playing really good, but they are letting up points. I know they didn't necessarily last week against Buffalo. Uh, that's in the prime time. We know what happens in Sunday Night Football. Those two games just tend to go under. Uh, I probably am going to go with Cincinnati on the card here. I've done it for the past couple of weeks. I don't know why I'd stop now, so I'll take the Bengals. That's crazy. I, I mean, I do I do think the Bengals win this game. I just think it's closer than the seven. I think it's pretty high scoring. Both teams are going to put up more than three touchdowns offensively. Um, that last week, this might the, be one of the, the rare Texans occasions. Texans are a where... playoff team. Are they a playoff no, team? They I don't, I don't like think it? so. I think, they, I think they struggle a lot this game. I think they really their offense really gets shut down this game, too. I don't really like that over. I like the under. I think C.J. Stroud takes a big step. Not a big step back, but I think people kind of put the put the brakes on the C.J. Stroud train. This is a homecoming game what if, for what, C.J. Stroud what, back what, to what, Ohio. What has shown you that he's regressing? If anything, he's Nothing at all. Nothing at all. He's But he's a rookie quarterback, and he's going up against an AFC North defense right now, who you don't think is that good, but I, I think their defense is I think their defense good. is really light. And I think it's something that's just like they, you know, they've been beating shitty teams. They've had an easy schedule. This is a very hard, very good football team. And Do you I think, think they're the kind of stunned? Bengals' defense is better than the Bucks' defense. Yes, a hundred percent. I think 100%. they are actually, dude. I, I don't it's know really why you, so. you 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 devalue this Bengals' defense heavily. Yeah, their offense is never. It's the defense I, isn't. The, you know who's one of the most underrated well, defensive man. backs in the NFL is the dude on Cincinnati. I don't know his first name. I think it's Cam. Cam Taylor Britt. He, oh he yeah, yeah. Intercept, yeah, Taylor Britt. Good. Three yeah, pass breakups good. every single Bengals game I watch. That he's in every. He's involved he's in rookie. every play. He's a rookie. But he's no, let, let's not shed too much. I mean, let's not forget about this Texas team, though. I mean, what did Stroud like? At four receivers over a hundred last week. Tank Dell, Nico did, Collins, for, Dalton Schultz. He's looked electric. Ace, did you see like it? You two will like this. Do you see the stat? He already has more passing touchdowns than Kenny Pickett in 13 yeah, career less one. played games. I don't like that. He I tied mean. Tom Brady for the best, like, uh, completion percentage or no, TDINT ratio or something like that. TDINT ratio is 14 to 1. Dude, he's I mean, a gunslinger with a head coach that trusts him. That's a scary combo, if you ask me. And he actually has great playmakers around him. Mark my words, he he takes he he slows down a little this week. He's not going to have a crazy week. I don't think he does. I agree, Mackie. I'm on the Bengals with the points. I think he's, I, I think, think, I think, I think he still throws for. I think he still throws for over two fifty and two. I just think he's. I think he's stunned this week, at least in the first half. What's their team total oh. sitting at? I feel like that's an interesting thing. If the total's forty seven and a half, it's a seven point spread. It's probably 20, 20, 20, 20, 19, and a half. Seventeen. Nah, I I Bengals like, are at uh, twenty seven in the. Texans are at 19 and a half. Yeah, because that's the way you do it. If the total is 47, you just do it's seven. It's usually lower, though. It usually doesn't even add up. It usually doesn't. It, add, it usually misses off by like two points either way. Yeah, that sounds about right. 27, 19. Yeah. But no, I, I like that. Over. I think they put up three touchdowns, but this will be a fun one to watch. I do think it'll be a shootout. Mackie on the contrary, but um, yeah, we'll see. I like the final score 31 27. 20. I'm going to go with like 24 to 11. Wow. 
Wow, you like think he doesn't? Put a... I think it is a high-scoring game, but I think the Bengals' defense is pretty good. This, I think he'll be a fun one to watch. So, Mac, you're thinking this is a stinker on TV, huh? Not really a stinker. I think we see a lot of a lot of drives in the red zone where we're going to see teams go for on fourth and two, fourth and three. Also, Jamar maybe, Chase is scoring maybe, in this game. Jamar Chase might not yeah, even play. Same with T. Higgins. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think it really matters that much, though, to be honest. If they're both out, do you still take the minus seven I on the guarantee card, huh? you, I guarantee you one of them plays. And if one of them plays, it doesn't matter. If Jamar chases out, do you take the minus seven on the card, huh? Yes, yes. I probably would. I just trust the quarterback, as long as he's playing. Joe Mixon is playing really good football now, too. He is, too. He, he is. He is. He I think that, I definitely think the Bengals put up points, but I, I don't think I don't see regression. I know you're saying fourth and two, fourth, three turnovers, but CJ Stroud, even though he's terrible on that test before the season, in game, he's one of the smartest quarterbacks, most efficient. They've been making good decisions. I think they score points here. Yeah, I'm not saying that he has shown any regression whatsoever. There's nothing really steering me towards why he would do this. I just think this is a tough game for him. <laughs> Coming off, coming this off. This is a the, one o'clock though, right? White. This is a one o'clock. Yeah, coming we're off. Too, the best. We're putting way too much thought into a one o'clock fucking Texans Bengals game. No, I think I it's a know. big I, one I though. Think this is a good game. I think this is a good game. I think coming off the best game a rookie quarterback has ever had, statistically, I guess it was, or the best drive or whatever. I don't even know what they said about it, but you know, everyone's on that train now. I think. Uh, I don't think get mistaken. I do think the Bengals win this game. I'm just saying. I think there's success on both sides offensively. I'm just sick of talking about the Bengals. I like them in this game. I'm just sick of talking about them. I, I know, love the talking about them a lot. I like this. Them. Believe me, we can talk, that's all we've been talking about. I feel like we've been talking about this game for ten minutes. Can we please move on? Who day, Huff? Who day? <laughs> Alrighty, moving into this final one o'clock matchup here on Sunday, Week Ten. The Green Bay Packers heading to Pittsburgh to visit the Steelers. The Steelers are the favorite here, minus three, minus one seventy eight on the money line. Packers plus one fifty on the money line. Total at thirty eight and a half. No trends for me here in this game out of Pittsburgh. Huff, why don't you get this started? A little good news. We are going to the game uh, official as of this evening. What do you got? That's always great news. Love to hear that. Got to get the Steelers minus three in this game. Uh, but I think you could probably – I might go to two and a half. I think that's – I hate when the Steelers are an even minus three. They looked good last week against Tennessee. I know we love to play good in the prime time. I'm going to go again with this Steelers team at home. Three straight home games. I think the team's catching a stride here after a big win. Little mini bye week Thursday night into Sunday. I like the Steelers here with the points. I also like the under. I usually love the under in these Steeler games. It's usually a very profitable play. Might even sprinkle the parlay where you get the Steelers on the money line in the under 38 and a half is plus 240. So that's also an interesting play. Like the Steelers with the points, like the under, like them together. Might see all three on my card. Guarantee I will not card a play from this game. I fucking hate betting on Steelers games this year. Every time I think they're going to lose, they win. And every time I think they're going to win, it's a crazy game. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I do like these pro football pickums, And like, I think I told you guys about this. You pick every game each week. You rank them starting at the highest confidence of however many games are in that given week. So I, I guarantee you, I don't even remember which team I picked, but it's at one confidence because I do not know who's going to win the game. Steals at home <laughs> makes me think that they should. But I can tell you what, I don't know how this is going to play out. There's probably going to be a long touchdown in a low-scoring game to screw with some over-unders, too. Um, but it was nice to see Najee let Harris come to life, hit that for Huff. Maybe they'll get a little streak going for him after he's been pretty dry this year. I do yeah, like I Deontay Johnson a lot, though. Hit on that prop. I do think him being healthy now and the rest of those weapons bodes well for a Steelers team looking to get into the playoffs. You might see me double down on Najee Harris' first touchdown here again. I feel like you have to game. just out of 
just out of principle. Yeah, I might have to. Deontay Johnson yeah. scoring his first touchdown in what? Two and a half years? Three years? The only thing that scares me is Pickens fucking annoying ass crying. Oh. I feel like they're going to fucking force feed his dumb ass the ball this week. He's Two for negative one. Donna. Raise your hand if you had more receiving yards than George Pickens this week. <laughs> yeah, we all can. Terrible, it is yeah. crazy. How do you only give him fucking one play or two plays and he has negative, negative two one. yards? Yeah, like what? <laughs> crazy. But yeah, I'm on the Steelers as well. I think the Packers don't even score 10 points this week. Jordan Love is a terrible game. Jordan Love interception, like the under... Uh, Steelers playing good football. They're beating teams that they should. They're not really. They're they're doing what exactly what they should every week. I think so. Yeah, the 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 Titans on Thursday night football is a tougher task than this. So I think they should be able to win. I think this will be a twenty to ten final score. Kind of trappy. You're not gonna lie. It is a trappy game because it's <laughs> so low. It's going to be so low scoring. I feel like it should be like four and a half, five. Yeah, I think so too. I'm surprised it was this low. The spread. So I'm saying, yeah, I mean, Steelers. That's because they don't want people going with that Packers money line because there's a chance they could win the game. Because the Steelers, like, you know how you were talking about C.J. Stroud due for regression? Steelers got to be due for regression in their win-loss total, no? Yeah, but I don't really think it's a fluke. I think the defense. Three straight home games. We we lost against Jacksonville two weeks ago. We win on the short week against Tennessee. I don't know. I think you got to go two and one in this home stretch. You lose to Jacksonville, who's better than you. You beat. I mean, you you who'd you guys just beat? Uh, A team that's pretty pretty close. Better than them. I think they're better than them just because their defense is so good. But Tennessee's Um, probably right behind them in the power rank. You beat the Ravens, which was probably you you probably shouldn't have beat them. But that's a divisional game. I mean, you guys were home divisional game. Teams are divisional. Should win that game. So I mean they're they're winning games they should they're not really losing game they're they're losing games they probably should lose and uh, this is a game they should win. All three, you gonna have them on the card this week? I'm not touching this game. I can't. I'm gonna. I'm well, gonna, if I'm out the game, it's on there. Yeah. I'll probably play the under. I don't know about the minus three. Yeah. No, who's? I honestly think Packers could win this game. How? I don't know. But they could. No way. I don't think they. I don't think they win this game. I, I'll I, probably have Steelers minus three. Najee first. The under and Najee first touch. He's doing the under as well. Huff loves taking the under when he goes to the game. He likes root yeah, for root, the root, root for no points. Sick. Yeah, root for the other team to not score. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's exactly my logic on that. That's kind of cool. But, so uh, when the Steelers give up like two touchdowns, it's like now you're rooting for the Steelers not to score. Yeah, let's just let's just kick some field goals. Old Steelers football. We love foot. We Packers love field coming goals. off a win, right? Twentieth. Uh, yeah, against win. a against our backup quarterback. Against, with the yeah, yeah. Right. What's his name? Ripen. Ripen. Right. Ripen. Right, yeah. Right, right, Ripen. Yep. Ben Rapist. No, that's the old Steelers quarterback. Ben, that's a two-time yeah. Super Bowl champion you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Last time Deontay Johnson caught a touchdown was from him. Now it's to pick it. <laughs> How long has he been out of the league? Yeah, two years. All righty, let's get out of this 1 o'clock slate into the 4 o'clock matchups. The Falcons and the Cardinals are here to start us off. Falcons the favorite here, one and a half points for them. Minus 120 on the money line, plus 102 for the Cardinals. Total at 43 and a half. Trends I got here, the Falcons, 2-12-4 on the first half money line, including 2-16 against the first half spread in their last 18 games. Their 6-20 first half against the spread mark over the last two seasons is the worst in the NFL. Upon that, the Cardinals have also announced that Call of Duty quarterback Kyler Murray is expected to start Saturday, Sunday excuse me, versus the Falcons, so some big news there out of Arizona. What are we thinking here? Ace, why don't you get us rolling? This four for this first four o'clock matchup here in week ten. Yeah, we usually get excited when we hear the bird matchup. You'd think it's Ravens and Eagles, but oh no, it's Arizona Cardinals and Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Um, I am on the Call of Duty guy. 
I'm also super high on Kyler Murray in general. But I think that offense, like what Josh Jobs is doing, there's weapons on the outside. Rondell Moore, Marquise Brown, eager to see that connection flourish again. Um, Zach Ertz, I know he's hurt right now. Trey McBride looking good. Running back room a little bit scary, but depth on offense and they find ways to score. I think this Falcons team away from home is going to have a tough time winning, especially with Taylor Heineke at the helm. Um, I don't know what's going on with Bijan Robinson. And their best player on offense looks to be Jono Smith, which is pretty nuts if you ask me. Um, I do like the Cardinals to win this one, minus one and a half. I mean, they're at home. Kyler Murray's comeback game. I think he might put a lot of haters to rest with a good performance here in this one. I'm excited to watch the Cardinals play this week. I think uh, I think I might be carding that. Um, Kyler Murray having a big day. Yeah, I definitely am not going to have a play on this game. Um, shitty game, and we got Kyler Murray's first game of the season. So I want to see how he plays before I can actually put money on it. I do lean the Falcons, though. I'm not going to – I don't think Kyler, having Kyler Murray is going to be much different than having uh, Josh Dobbs, to be honest, uh, especially in his first game back in over a year. Um, the defense is going to get lit up. I don't care who's like, playing quarterback for the other team. Taylor Heineke is definitely the better option than Desmond Ritter as well. So um, – I don't. I don't lean. I don't have a lean on the over under. If anything, I like the Falcons, but definitely staying away from this game. No way I'm betting on this. I I, I think Kyler is gonna. You think he's fully healthy? He's got to be right. Like with all that time off and being hesitant to bring him back, he could have been back a few weeks earlier. Gotta yeah, be. I mean, I think he, he's also like trying to prove a lot of people wrong. You know how much shit he hears about. Like no, but. I'm just saying, like he's got to be 110. percent You have him under that contract with that much money tied. Yeah, to but I don't think. Uh, I don't think he's really that good, to be honest. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the athletic ability because if that's there, then I think he's going to have success once again. Would you rather have him or or Josh Dobbs? Oh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Yeah? Yeah, by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think I that's too. crazy. I, I mean, why? What is the Josh? Skill like, is Josh? There. The skill is there. I, 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 I don't think Kyler Murray is very good at all. I'm not a huge Kyler Murray supporter to begin with, but if you're going to compare him to Josh Dobbs, yeah, give me Kyler. Why Murray. is comparing him to Josh Dobbs bad? What has Josh Dobbs done that's bad? No, Josh Dobbs looked good, but Kyler Murray just yeah, has like, next level skill. It's athletic potential. It's just like <laughs> his ceiling is so high. I, I don't think he's a very good quarterback, but we'll see. Yeah, I like the, I like the Cardinals in this game. I think the one thing that's gonna that's gonna hurt the Falcons in this game is they they don't have the ability to really game plan for what they're gonna do. How Kyler's gonna come out in this game? I, I mean, we obviously don't know. I'm kind of erring on the side that he's gonna look good. Uh, probably won't bet it. Give me the Cardinals; they'll win the game. I like the money line on the underdog, a home underdog. Uh, probably my home underdog of the week. Give me the Cardinals on the money line. You know, what might not be a bad pick to look is um is to look at a. Hollywood Brown reception prop. You know that connection goes crazy. I think they're going to be Ertz. airing it I was going to say Ertz. Ertz is out, is though, he isn't he? It's McBride. McBride's been doing very well. That's the guy I was thinking. Yeah, McBride. I couldn't think of the fucking Yeah, I think, I think it's a big day through the air. They don't have much of a run game. Kyler Murray would be the true runner. And then you have more, Rondell Moore and Marquise Brown were dynamic. The Brown connection from college. We saw it was early last year before Murray got hurt. McBride coming. I think there's points in this one. What was the over-under at sitting for this one? 43 and a half. I do think it goes over, which is crazy to say. Um, I, I agree with you, Mackie Heineke, better option than Ritter, which actually scares me more for that Cardinals play if I do end up carding it because I think he can keep up with where he puts points on the board. But we'll see. I think it's going to be a pretty exciting game. Falcons, Falcons could have a six-point lead in this game and blow it. Yeah, for sure. Arthur, Arthur Smith, dude. Second worst head coach. Does in he the get NFL? fired if he loses to Kyler Murray? Mm, no. He's, I, I saw something saying he's on the hot seat the most of any coach in the league. Well, next besides Eberflus. Eberflus is on the, the next game. Game. Yeah. 
for fucking three years about this idiot. Let's get into this next game. This is actually a good matchup. Yeah, this next one here, another four o'clock matchup. Lions and Chargers in LA. Lions the favorite here. Three points for them. Minus 156 on the money line, 48 and a half as the total trends I got here. Lions 11 and 2 against the spread in their last 13 Sunday games, 15 and 3 against the spread in their past 18 games overall. Chargers have played six straight unders. Lions have covered seven straight November games. And Chargers are one and nine straight up in their last 10 games played in week 10. Mackie, get us rolling here in this four o'clock matchup here in LA. What do you think? Yeah, I think you guys know where I'm rolling on, on this one. Um, I think the Lions definitely find a way to get a W here. Um, Char- Chargers, nice win last week. Nice commanding win against the Jets. But the Jets aren't a very good football team, especially with Zach Wilson uh, throwing the football for them. Chargers don't really get wins against these good teams. And the Lions, I think on paper, um, top to bottom, the Lions are the better team in this matchup. And when it comes down to it, um, your, Jared Goff is going to win a football game before Justin Herbert does. We've seen it year, uh, week in and week out this year. Um, I think the Lions can go. Chargers don't really have the fan base to uh, make it like a, a at-home atmosphere. So um, I don't really think that'll be a problem at all. I think the Lions definitely find a way to win this football game. Um, keep that momentum going in that. And the, the NFC North is getting kind of tight now with the Vikings playing good football. So got to keep pace. Uh, move to 7-2 and two here. And Chargers... I think they I think they at the end of the day they missed the playoffs and you know getting over that hump is big and this is one of them that they they kind of need to get and I just, I just don't think they get it done. Yeah, I mean, I think SoFi Stadium is going to be rocking for this one Mac. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But I do yeah. think these two teams are seven talking, Chargers fan <laughs> in the world. You you're talking about the that well, Asian lady yeah, screaming on the <laughs> Yeah, she'll be there. But no, you were talking about you would think the Lions roster is better than the Chargers. I think these are two of the most similar rosters in the NFL, built almost exactly the same. Maybe the skill leans a little bit more quarterback for the Chargers and then running back. I mean, I don't even know, actually. But um, I do think the Chargers win this one at home. I love that their dogs. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, yeah, I don't know because Austin Eckler. Um, the depth, I guess, at receiver now that Palmer and Williams are out leans the other way. And the tight end definitely leans to the Lions as well, but it's not that far off. Defense, I think there's playmakers on both sides of the ball. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I love a shootout between Goff and Herbert. We saw what Goff did against Mahomes a few years ago. I could see something crazy like that. This could be game of the week, in my opinion. I think it's back and forth, and it's going to come down to a final drive, which could kill me if it's Justin Herbert needing to get the points. I'm hoping it's you know the other it's way not around. happening. If it's no, Justin no, Herbert. but I'm I'm hoping it's the other way around. It's Goff driving and not getting it. So I am going to take them on the money line here. I think I might card this one. I think this is a great game. Eckler will definitely find the end zone again. I can't believe I didn't card that the other night. You guys are brutal for not telling me. I did. Hey, where's your that off the card, Ace, And I was even thinking, why the fuck didn't I just card this? Like, yeah, and I was thinking, why didn't I? Really, not really in the spot to be telling you what plays to make right now. It's just, no, but well, I, I, I'm saying a week after I just hit him on the first TD and the anytime, you're not taking him again. Guy's on fire right now. He's playing like he was early in the year, making up for his fantasy woes. Um, meanwhile, I think that the Lions keep scoring. They definitely keep scoring, but they're away from home. I expect some regression for that team. I think they're playing over their head still. Um, we saw how badly they played against the Ravens on the road. I know it's a completely different atmosphere. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Chargers here. In the Chargers in the over. Chargers on the money line. 
I like the Lions here. I like the Lions with the points. I think the Lions keep their thing, uh, keep their kind of season rolling. Like Mackie said, get the seven and two. The Vikings are playing really good football. I think the Lions are looking at this as a must win. If they need any kind of motivation going into this one, when you're six and two, you kind of think you're just rolling into this right off a of bye week. This is a pretty big game. It's an AFC NFC matchup, obviously interconference doesn't mean much for the standings, but this is, I think this is kind of a must win game for this Lions team. Uh, if, the, if this Vikings team is able to pick up a win here against the Saints and the Lions lose this week, things are going to get really interesting in the NFC North as uh, the, the Lions and Vikings haven't even played each other yet. But I like the Lions here. I think they get the win. I think they win the game by seven or more. Uh, I might even – I don't know. I'll probably just take the three on the on the, on the the card. I was going to say I kind of like the over here. But line. No, I was going to say I kind of <laughs> like the over here too. But um, I, I think they do win the game by seven or more. It would be an interesting uh, number to see what like six and a half is, but I wouldn't do it. Uh, I like the Lions here with the points. Give me the minus three. I think this is going to be game of the week. This will be a fun one to watch. Two good quarterbacks. Definitely going to be a great game to watch here as we continue through this 4 o'clock slate here. Giants and Cowboys here next. Cowboys, 16.5 point favorite here at home. Minus 1,600 on the money line. 38.5 the total. I have here that Daniel Jones will miss the remainder of the season for the 2-7 and seven Giants here with the tearing of his ACL. Tommy DeVito. Is throwing the football for the New York Giants. That's so brutal, dude. Go sign Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, Cow- no other trends here for me. What are you thinking, Mackie? Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah, Cowboys. Uh, I don't know. Just don't fucking lose this game. This just looks like the Cardinals game all Cowboys over again. Cowboys alt minus thirty. But the Cowboys, uh, they 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 own the NFC East outside of the Eagles. The Eagles own same thing. We what what, what is that face for? They own the AFC East outside of the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like outside of one of the other teams in their division, so, so they own 67 percent of the division. <laughs> yeah, or 50. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, neither, themselves you, a lot. neither of you guys, neither of you guys can 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 come close to saying that. But uh, okay, but we can uh, also we have count the rings on our fingers. <laughs> what'd you say? What'd you we say? Can count the rings on our fingers. I got two rings. Two rings. Oh my god, bro! It's been like how long? How long has it been? How long have you been a Cowboys fan? <laughs> it hasn't been that long, huh? My whole life. Yeah. <laughs> My whole life. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they should Same cover. your point. You they walked should, into that one. They should cover 16. You guys can't keep talking about the rings. You haven't seen them in at least five years. Oh, I've seen them in five years. Oh, five You've years. You've never seen your team years. in a Super Bowl. Okay, you can't talk about it, though. It was 2011. You haven't been there since 2010. Have you guys even been huh? there in our life? Huff, you were fucking. Your balls hasn't even dropped yet when you were fucking eleven years old. You you saw that you saw Ben Roethlisberger. San Antonio Holmes is like fifty years old now. Did we Des can go like this. Do you want to talk about the Penguins back-to-back cups in sixteen seven? We're not talking about there. hockey. Okay, because you can't talk that one either. We're not, but we're talking about football. We're talking about. We're not, we're not talking about hockey. If There's I was talking about hockey, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say anything if we were talking about <laughs> hockey. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything if we were talking about hockey. Well, two Super Bowls in my life, I'll take it. Yeah, you were ten years old. Six well, Super Bowls in my life. That's nuts. Better than being dead. You weren't even alive. Yo, Ace, you're fucking from Rhode Island. Mackie, you like Bruins. the Cowboys and you're from New York. The Providence, <laughs> the Providence Bruins don't have any championships. They do, though. They're disgusting. I go to the game. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Cowboys minus 16. They're going to fucking rape this game. I think they do, too. I, so many points. So it's like a college spread. It's like, I think you just bet it and don't even think about it, right? Yeah, this game will not be on my team. I'll be watching it. Cowboys. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like if you're if you want a good play that should hit, just take that and not even think about it. It's like taking 
Ohio State in a bad matchup. Then you turn the TV on and Dak has two interceptions. We lost the game 17-16. And that's why I don't want to be a Cowboys fan. But um, Mac yeah. Jones, all I gotta say, Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett, fuck both of you. Mac Jones tied with Dak Prescott for uh, Super Bowls, so that's all that matters. But no, I do think they cover this week. Great, great week if you have uh, the Dallas defense. I, I think I have them in one of my leagues, and they projected crazy amount of points. I don't know what the hell is going on with the New York Giants. They paid Daniel Jones. Now he's sitting out. You have some guy that should be on. on towards ACL. Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, I mean, he's hurt. I would sit out too if I was the quarterback of that team getting hit every play. But uh, you have the guy that should be on, like, the mobsters playing quarterback for you, DeVito. I don't even know. That guy's made up. They found him with, uh, what's his name, Mackie? Like Mackie, who's, like Mackie who's, the guy that, who's the guy that, Danucci. Danucci's probably friends with DeVito, and that's how he got the job in New York. <laughs> Danucci, that's, he was a cowboy, what? That's what I'm saying. These just these guys with Italian last names just showing up in the NFC East <laughs> for no reason. It's like where's he? Where did he play? Col- oh, he didn't even play. Col- he's friends he with played Mike Illinois. Yeah, like oh, that. he's from Brooklyn. Big Ten football. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next game. Cowboys minus sixteen point five. <laughs> Mac, if you card it, I might card it with you though. I can't. I can't do it. I, I don't think I'll card either. I I haven't been cal- carding the Cowboys at all. I was gonna do it last week. But How are the Giants gonna put points on the board? Really? Yeah. yeah. And how are they going to stop the Cowboys' offense? That's a good question. That's what they want you to think. It's yeah, in Dallas, you know too. Mackie, it's in Dallas? Yeah. It's, yeah. Dude, come on. It's Jerry's world. We saw how they played. We saw how they tore apart Mac Jones and that, and that yeah. Patriot team. Didn't they uh, do it to someone world. else like two weeks ago again? Yeah, they did it to uh, the uh, – the, uh, fuck. Come on, man. As long as Who'd it's not the like Cardinals 30? in Arizona, yeah, I think like, you guys are It was are like fine. two weeks after that Patriots game. Who'd they tear apart? It was like 38-3. Yeah, the Rams. Rams. It's 38-20, actually. Yeah. As long as it's not the Cardinals in Arizona, you guys are fine. I think the Cowboys cover the points. Um, I might card it. I don't know. If I'm the only one, I wouldn't be surprised. But I do think they roll. You know, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a Rangers ring this year, and I'm gonna get a Cowboys ring this year, and then you guys are gonna be clowns. I'm telling you. I think you gotta shave your head like Panner and maybe. <laughs> He's playing some good fucking hockey. Give him his flowers. God damn. 12 games. Yeah, I'll take the field against both of those teams. Huff, 12 games in. Give him his flowers. Cool. Huff, you'll take the field at minus 12,000 against both those teams. <laughs> yeah. And it'll hit. No way. All right. Let's get into the next one. This is a blowout game. Another 4 o'clock matchup here to get us, or final 4 o'clock matchup here to get us out of this. Washington Commanders, Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Seahawks are the favorite here, minus six. Their money line, minus 275, total at 45 and a half. No trends from here here coming out of this one. Ace, what do you think here out of this last four o'clock matchup? I want to ask you guys, do you think this one's going to be a great game? I think these two offenses are high-flying, light defenses. I think there's a lot of points in this one. Two quarterbacks that are overachieving, and I think rightfully so. I think they are pretty good. So you get to hear what you guys have, and I'll get into my point. I don't like this game. Uh, I want to take the Seahawks with the points. I, for some reason, don't have a good opinion on this game. I think for kind of for the same reason, this Washington offense keeps up. There's a lot of money on the Seahawks. Seahawks are good at home. I'm just kind of going both ways on this game. I really want the Seahawks to win this game to keep things tight with the Niners in that division just for kind of like conversation's sake in that division because obviously I, I think the Niners could lose one this week in Jacksonville. I think the Seahawks could win this game as a six-point favorite and take a lead in that division. Uh, I, I just don't like the spread in this one. Uh, I do like your point with a lot of points. I just don't know if I'll have a play on this one. Yeah, good, good take there. I just I want to say I do think there's some value on that 
plus six. You're getting a good money line there for the commanders. Sam Howell playing great football, but how can you not? Look at who he's throwing to. McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel. He has Brian Robinson. Logan Thomas is a great tight end. They have Antonio Gibson behind Robinson. Weapons, weapons everywhere, but they sold so much on defense. I think that Kenneth Walker has a good game, finds the end zone. I think Geno Smith gets it going. JSN breakout game incoming. It could be this week. His breakout game is incoming, though, but with Metcalf out there as well, I, I expect a lot of points. Not going to take a side in this one, but, uh, yeah, I like the over here. Yeah, I think the Seahawks get it done as well. I really don't want to see them keep playing as well because I do have a future on the Niners, um, and the Niners do have a tough game this week. So we could see the Seahawks take a hold of that division uh, solely after this week, but um, this is a good game for them. It's, it's a good game for Geno Smith to tear apart that Washington defense. who just kind of sold their two best players. Um, six and a half, kind of steep. I think they get it done. I think they do cover the six and a half on their home field. Um, Commander's not really playing for anything anymore. Kind of playing for that first overall pick at the end of the day. Um, Both yeah, man's going to have to show up, bro, for, for them. I think to slow down Sam Howell, he's been flying the last few weeks. He's put up fantasy leader the last few weeks, especially. Yeah, I have him in one of my leagues, actually. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't think that he would be on your roster, but I think he's ranked number eight-ranked quarterback, too. So he's playing really good football. Um, that Seahawks defense is playing good defense, too, though. So he's going to have, have it in for him. I think he'll get his points, but Seahawks should win this football game. It'll be a good matchup, I believe. Good stuff there, boys. Time for some Sunday night football here. Jets and Raiders in Las Vegas. Basically a pick them here. Jets minus one, minus 106 on the money line. Raiders minus 110 on the money line. Total 36 and a half. Trends I got here. Jets one in five, one five and one against the spread in their last seven games in Las Vegas. Raiders have played five straight home unders and Jets are road favorites for just the fourth time since the 2019 season. Huff, get us rolling here on Sunday night football. Yeah, I, lo- I like this game a lot. I have two rules with interim coaches, and I said it last week, and the Raiders absolutely blew out the Giants. I know there was obviously an injury there with Daniel Jones, but that was all Raiders from the beginning. Uh, Raiders, when you get an interim coach, you hammer them the week the interim coach starts, and then the next week you absolutely hammer fade them. Give me the Jets. Jets win this game. They looked terrible last week in the primetime. Excuse me. I love the Jets to win this game. Big bounce back game, primetime football in Vegas. This is a huge game for the Jets to stay alive for their playoff hopes. They're for if they think they're getting Aaron Rodgers back. Massive game for the Jets. Jets win this game. Give me the Jets money line. Yeah, I'm with the Jets. I'm, I'm on the Jets as well. Don't ask me why. I just, I'm not betting on this Raiders team. I think uh, they declined a lot from last week. Uh, Jets got blown out last week, played terrible football on offense. Zach Wilson looked like shit. He's going to bounce back this week. You're going to see that defense step up. Uh, Jets money line. Yeah, I mean, did you guys see Salah's comment the other or I think it was, was the day it came out. That was so embarrassing. What did he say? He said he has oh to look God. at Zach. Well, I don't know which one you're talking about. I was just saying he has to look at Zach Wilson starting from a global standpoint. He said he has no idea why he still is Zach Wilson as a starter, essentially. He said, he said I plead the fifth. You got me there. They said, why do you still have Zach Wilson starting at quarterback? He said, you got me there. I plead the fifth. So that means it's upper <laughs> management then. So who's their other guy? Like who's the other option? They Did just they got uh, Simeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd leave Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean, there's Why? better guys on the market. That kind I don't. Of know. I just. I would. Like... I would give Simeon a shot. Why wouldn't you? This guy's Wilson's been god awful. Zach Wilson's a. You're in the three... playoff hunt. How much worse can it get? He's a bottom three quarterback in the league, no doubt. That's it's terrible, and because of that, I'm gonna stick with the Raiders. I think Antonio Pierce leads this Raiders team into a playoff conversation. I think they're gonna be fighting with those Steelers. With those charge, maybe not charges. I think they started to fall off a bit, but 
He's gonna be fighting in that bubble realm for a playoff spot. No way. You don't think so? I mean, no it could. way. The Raiders. A win this, here goes a long way. What's their record? It would, be, it would be five and five. Dude, that'd be crazy because you also have the Chargers winning this week. So if both of those teams win, Listen. aren't the Chargers still ahead of the Raiders? <laughs> yeah. Listen to the Raiders' next four games: Dolphins, Chiefs, Vikings, Chargers, Chiefs. <laughs> So the Raiders, yeah, I mean, they could they could win yeah. this week and then they could be they could be five yeah, and ten. No, I could see that. Weeks. But I think this is a good matchup for them. Um, like Hoff said, those stats that they think about those interim head coach ride and fade. I mean, it's not a bad theory. I'm not gonna have an official play on. I will have essentially, but I don't think I'll have an official side on this game. Um, but see our card Sunday night. I think this is gonna be a tight bout. But I don't think the Jets have enough on offense to get point enough points. There's a lot of good I pieces also- on the Raiders side. I also could see myself card both of these running backs to get in the end zone. Brees Hall didn't score last week. Obviously, the Jets didn't score at all. And then Brandon Jacobs or Josh Jacobs, he scores almost every game for the Brandon the Jacobs. Raiders, so. Remember him? I like, yeah, I liked him a lot. That's From why Mac, I said he's that. New York Giant. Yeah, I love my New York Giants. All righty, moving on to our final game here: Monday Night Football, the Broncos and the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Seven and a half points in favor of the Bills, minus four hundred and five on the money line. 47 even on the total trends I got here. Bills 10 and two against the spread in their last 12 games against Denver, including seven straight covers. The bills have failed to cover five straight games. Denver has played nine straight November unders and Denver has lost seven straight Monday night football games straight up. Like I said, seven and a half points here for the bills on Monday night football. Huff, why don't you get us rolling in this final game on our NFL slate here for week 10. Yep. Uh, Broncos with the under. Love it. Love it. Love it. Monday Night Football taking the under. Love the underdog taking them too. Might tease them together. I love this game. Love the Broncos here. This is coming off a huge win against the Chiefs. I know a lot of people riding high. Bills lost last week in Cincinnati. Bills don't cover spreads. I know they're at home. Seven and a half. They could lose this game by seven. I love the hook. Give me seven and a half and the under. Love this game. Is it in Denver? No. Oh, I, I don't like it. Yeah, I, I'm on the Bills minus seven, but I do like the under as well. I think the uh, I think the uh, Broncos don't put up really any points. I think the sl- slower game, Monday Night Football. We you said earlier, Monday Night Football is ten and ten and one this season. So um, I'm gonna keep riding that under, but I do think the Bills on their home field. They're a lot different team on their home field. They get it done against a really bad Broncos. I see, I, see, I I agree with Mac. Yeah, I see a big Josh Allen game here. I really do. I see Stephon Diggs stepping up, being at home as a get right spot. Dalton Kincaid really jumping into his own. Maybe they'll get Knox back as well. Um, James Cook, I, I, he's got to start playing better in order to keep his role and keep his touches up. Um, hopefully that defense just keeps getting uh, healthier as the year progresses, but I'm not high on these Broncos at all. I think that they can't keep pace with the Buffalo Bills. And in a tough place to play in Buffalo, Huff, you and Jesse have been there. That's why I'm surprised you're taking the Broncos with the points here. I just could see a big game by the Bills and Broncos not being able to move the ball much at all. Yeah, I like the, I, I like this game. I like it a lot. All righty, boys. Lots of good stuff there out of week 10. A couple more points here in the NFL before we get rolling on to some of the other sports. Josh Dobbs was traded to the Minnesota Vikings last week. Did not disappoint in his first appearance with the team. Stepped in for an injured Jaron, uh, Jaron Hall and leads the Vikings to a 31-28 fourth quarter comeback win. So solid uh, move there by the Vikings. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, like I said, I, I I don't know. I think that I think they regress this week, but I know Ace is still big on them. I had them to win this division. I'm not as I'm not as confident in them as he is. Uh, I think they regress this week and take an L to the Saints. But 
a uh, hell of a hell of a spot for him to step in there. Like A said, they were you know drawing up plays on the sideline. The, the coaches were telling him the cadence and stuff. It was crazy, but great matchup uh, for them. And last week against the Falcons, I just think this week they have a better defense coming to town. A lot of our followers saying on the uh, the live stream take Vikings money line. So a lot of good hits there. Sticking with the Vikings here, their injury problems throughout the 2023 season thus far. They will now be without their newly acquired running back Cam Akers after he suffered a torn Achilles in the game in the game versus the Viking or Jesus. Oh my gosh. Versus the Falcons. Tough loss there for the Vikings. What are you guys thinking about this one? Anything? Yeah, they just signed him. I mean, it kind of sucks. He just kind of uh, he's frozen. He just sent a picture that his computer restarted. Oh, then yeah, he is. Alrighty, let's take a look at the current odds for the 2023 NFL awards and see who we like to win some of the main awards halfway through the season. Mainly looking here at the MVP, one of the closer races, starting off with the leader, Patrick Mahomes at a plus 240, Jalen Hurts at plus 320, Lamar Jackson at plus 500, Tua at plus 650, and Joe Burrow at plus 900. To round out that top five, Josh Allen just creeping in here, but he's plus 1400. Ace, what are you thinking here? Jumping into these NHL awards. Lamar Jackson. I know I know what you guys are going to say. You guys are going to say Burrow. I'll say Lamar. And literally, whoever ends up winning that division should be able to take home this award, right? I, agree. I don't think I, Lamar's going to win the MVP with throwing less than a touchdown each week. I, I mean, I think if the Ravens go 14-3, and three, that he has a good chance. I mean, they're sitting 7-2 and two right now. Obviously, it's a tall task, but if he does that, I mean, they're winning football games. I think that if, if, if they have the best record, he's obviously probably the reason for it, um, aside from that defense, obviously. But, I mean, 14-3, and three, I mean... That, you got to give it to him almost. That's a Ravens team that completely turned around from last year just because of, just because of him being healthy. Because that team also isn't that healthy this year. I just th- I just think you look at the numbers: nineteen hundred and fifty yards, nine touchdowns, three interceptions, and nine games played. And I, I mean, the guy. I truly think, like A said, I lo- I like the value on Burrow. I think Mahomes is going to get another one. Uh, just the numbers that he's putting up. They're seven and two as well. You look at the stats here: Burrow twenty four hundred yards. Uh, let's see, 17 touchdowns, eight interceptions. So obviously you get the more interceptions, but I mean, same amount of games played 500 more yards and eight more interceptions. So I, I, I like, I'm going to stick it with Burr or stick it with Mahomes here. I just don't think Lamar Jackson can win an MVP only throwing one touchdown a week. I'm with you, Huff. I think Mahomes is going to win it as well. And I would go with the value on Joe Burrow, but I would not overlook Lamar Jackson. I'm done Especially doing with the that. ground stats, Huff, you got to remember that. No, I know. I just, it's, uh, I mean, I'm just looking at these other guys are going to have crazy quarterback stats, and I just don't think Lamar can keep up with those numbers. Yeah, that's facts. Um, I, I am, I'm with both of you, though. Safe bet, easy answers, Mahomes, but also looking for some value. I mean, Jalen Hurts, I mean, they have a tough schedule coming up. If he goes four and one in these yeah. next five games where it's a real, you're playing Niners, Chiefs, and his Bills, touchdown count is Cowboys. through the roof. I was going to say, yeah. If, if they can go like four and one, and they're, if they're sitting 11 and two by the time they get out of this stretch, He's the clear-cut MVP favorite, but I just yeah, don't think the, that they're going. I think they're going to fall off a little here. Essentially, whoever you think is going to finish the season with the best record, it's a good choice to take their QB with him. I think two is. I think you missed the the value on two at the beginning of the year. I don't think there's any value taking him at six fifty. He doesn't have any credible wins. How the fuck can you give him an MVP? Yeah, I mean they the still. Have, I don't. I don't know their schedule, them. but yeah, they, I think it's more. You look at the guy who's the favorite for the offensive player of the year. I think that's half the reason he's there. 
But yeah, I like Mahomes. Give me Burrow nine to one for some value, but uh, I truly think Mahomes wins it. Alrighty, boys, lots of good stuff as we get out of week 10 here, just about halfway through the NFL season. It's going by very, very quick, but I know we're going to cherish these last uh, nine weeks, eight, nine weeks here. We really have to cherish them. You don't get that many football seasons. Dude, life. I told you his fucking shit's going to fly by. I was already crying week three. <laughs> All right, let's move over to the NHL. I got some power rankings to get us rolling here. Coming in at number five, the Colorado Avalanche. Number four, the Vancouver Canucks. Three, the uh, New York Rangers. Two, the Boston Bruins. And one, the Vegas Golden Knights just holding that spot. What are you guys thinking here coming out of the NHL? We're mid-season at this point, you know, well into it. Mackie, why don't you get us started? Yeah, you uh, you saw one and two Knights Bruins. I don't, I don't think anybody was really surprised about that. But um, the Canucks and the Rangers, I mean, in the top five, I don't think anybody saw the Rangers or definitely not the Canucks starting this hot. Um, I can speak for the Rangers at least. Both goalies are playing incredible. They had a 5 0 tr uh, trip out west and in Canada where they swept, which we haven't done in 20 years or something like that, which is awesome. Uh, Panarin has started the season 12, 12 straight points or 12 straight games at the point. Um, most underrated player this year. He hasn't even really been talked about. He wasn't a top three star the first month. Top three in points. Um, Rangers have a crazy record. So I think that, uh, that, that he needs to be looked at a little more. But um, yeah, good start to the season. Um, Canucks playing really good hockey. I like that. Avs finish out our top five. What do you guys think? I am not going to lie. I didn't know the Canucks were doing this good. I, I mean, my Penguins haven't had the greatest start to the season. Obviously, sitting at the bottom of the Metro right now, picking up two nice wins these past couple games. I think they just got to keep winning. But I did not know the Vancouver Canucks were nine two and one with nineteen points. Dude, that is fucking pretty crazy. That's your that's your Elias Pettersson having... leading scorer in the league. It, it's Pettersson. It's Besser. I mean, it's all these young guys. I mean, they have such a nice young core. They have Quinn Hughes in the backside. That's your mm -hmm. Demko. Is that is the. Uh, the Vezina favorite at this point. I know it's so early Evan in the Sway. season, but he Evan is. Sway. My boy Sway, Sway yeah, dude. as well. But, I mean, you can't be in a, in a committee and win, and win it again. I mean, Omar did it last year, but those numbers. Depends on how good good. your numbers really are, though. Yeah, I don't he's, think. He's 7-0, and, and his goals against is the save percentage and goals against best in the league. It's yeah, a pretty I good start. Think, I think that's your Demko. Has, has a bit of an edge over him right now. But um, this Canucks Playing on a way worse team, I take it. I, t I think the goalie yeah, obviously is a. Right now, I'll take him, but I think there's going to be regression. A lot easier regression for him. He's got a tougher spot than Sway has. Which says a lot more, though, about what he's doing right now against Sway. I also, I also think the Canucks are in an easier division. I mean, they got Vegas and the Kings out there, but like Seattle's not playing good. The Flames aren't playing good. Oilers love to do this at the beginning of the year, pick up a couple losses. They're 2 and 8. And then the Sharks are the Sharks. They just got their first win. I, I mean,. I didn't really look at these standings too much until right now. I just haven't been keeping up with hockey a ton, but I, that, that's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I definitely think the Canucks are in a pretty good spot. Yeah, they definitely start high. Especially if the Demko's the favorite. That good. They've always yeah. had it, but I, we got to see continued success because we know early on. Um, some of those other teams, you know we love betting on those Knights and Bruins and Avs a lot. Um, you see them on a card. The Red Wings are playing some good hockey too. I like their value. I know they lost to the Rangers last night, but Mackey's Rangers are rolling. Um, Devils are playing solid hockey per usual. Lightning and Leafs right there as always. The Panthers uh, got to pick it up a little bit. Kings are eight two and two. Kings are playing crazy hockey too. But in Byfield breakout year this year, I'm gonna call it right now. I might be a, like a week late to that party, but their move of him putting him at wing as they have great center depth in Los Angeles, I think he's gonna turn to that top round pick, top pick that they really projected to be. But it's a great hockey season so far. 
we're going to pick up the card. We'd love a nice Knights win right here. But we'll keep you guys updated as we get some more news rolling through. Definitely tune in. I loved what they did on that frozen uh, red zone thing they had the other day. So hopefully we get that again soon. But my, my long shot picks of the bees and the stars for the cup. Not looking terrible. Not looking terrible. Stars, great. Alrighty, keep it moving here. The college basketball world, the 2023 college basketball season is officially underway. So 184 games on opening night. And just like we all know about college basketball, there are several upsets throughout the first couple days of the season. First big upset took place when JMU took down number four, Michigan State, in overtime. Michigan State was a 16.5 point favorite coming into this matchup. Huge stuff coming out of the college basketball world. It's very good night for you guys. Very good night overall. You guys got any thoughts as we uh, are just here in the first few days of the college basketball season? Yeah, obviously there's a lot of a lot of unknown, but in, you know we've been doing our research at least leading up to this season. I I, I have a lot of faith in me and Mackie to bring home uh, another 15 unit uh, college basketball card. Starting off with a nice ma- or two nice wins the other or last night with Iowa and Michigan. Uh, you saw, I mean, right where college basketball you said it where they got left off. Or with March Madness, we see all the upsets. And then night one, we have JMU take down number four, Michigan State. Michigan State's going to be an elite team this year. Obviously, this isn't college football. Look for them to bounce back, and they'll still be up there in the top ten throughout the year. But um, a bunch of good matchups the rest of this week. I don't know if you want to get into a couple of these. Uh, I don't necessarily – there's probably not lines on all of them. Most of them are out this weekend. But uh, definitely a couple of good matchups to keep your eye on this week in the college basketball world. Yeah, not much to say about those matchups coming up just yet. But, um, yeah, we've been cautious about the card this year. No no plays the first night. We had two plays last night, went 2-0. Um, we're seeing we're seeing the board really well to start the season. I think you sent plays the first day. You didn't actually, like, send your actual plays. I just right sent them to you. Like, I didn't actually card I think, you, I think you went 3-1 and one or 4-1, and one, and I'm 6-1 and one to start the season as well. Yeah. So even, like, off card, we're, our reads are, are doing really well. We're seeing the board really well. This college the, one lo- the one loss I had was that Georgia play, and you were on Oregon. And then one loss I have is Kansas State, and you were on USC. I was on USC. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're we're seeing the board really well. This is definitely our best sport. Me and Huff kind of kind of uh, took care of it last year, up 15 units. Um, we're looking to definitely do better than that this year. I think we definitely can. We got off to a pretty rough start last year, and we're getting off to a good one so far this year. So, um, lot lots to look forward to in the college basketball season. Other than that, not much to talk about right now. It's too early, but um, going to be a long, good season. Love to hear it, boys. Here are a couple of matchups, though, I think we want to look look at this week. Number 15, Texas A&M versus Ohio State here. Uh, what day is that one on, Huff? Do you know? I think these are all Friday matchups. All Friday matchups here. Number 9, Tennessee versus Wisconsin. And Yale versus number 11, Gonzaga. Yeah, I think these are three pretty good matchups. Obviously, last year, Mackey, we loved to fade Ohio State, so I'm interested to see how they come out this year. Fade them in the Big Ten, though. You don't really fade them in. Yeah, I was going to say, we wait until, yeah, we we were fading them left and right towards the end of the season last year and leading up to the tournament. Obviously, like you said, a lot of these games, interconference games, the Tennessee Wisconsin one, I'm excited for that one. I'm big on this Tennessee team, but. Uh, Wisconsin, obviously, always a tough place to play and a tough team to play. I don't know if that game is in Wisconsin. I didn't do too much research on these games yet. but And then Yale, I know, I know we've had Ryan uh, Ryan Hammer on this podcast to talk about college basketball and the NBA. He's big on this Yale team coming into this year, and he thinks that's going to be a pretty big matchup against number 11 Gonzaga. So uh, lot, lots on the college basketball slate this weekend, a full slate on Saturday, so I'm definitely excited for it. We're going to yeah. get Ryan back on here. Now the college basketball is back rolling. 
Yeah, it'll be nice to get a nice full week of college basketball under our belts, get a little more of a feel for things, and we'll be firing off those plays. College Love sports it. are definitely on top right now. But college basketball back, there's a lot. I mean, college football, I mean, it's the most – at least I think the unpredictable and wide open the college football playoff has been in a while. So let's get into some college football. Yeah, college football up here next. Alabama continues to win games late in the season after a dominating win against SEC rival LSU this past weekend. Alabama renames it, remains at number eight in the AP poll. Do you see this Alabama team sneaking their way into the college football playoff? Leading in here to my next question, Mackie, what are you thinking? Yeah, I actually really do. I've been saying this for probably about five, four, four or five weeks now. That this Alabama team. This was the game that we were saying they had to win. Yeah, definitely. And they did. They went out there and they took care of business. Jaden Milrow or Jalen Milrow is playing some really good football right now. The only reason that they lost that first game is because they weren't jailed yet. There's a conver- there's a QB conversation going with Tyler Buckner and Jalen Milrow. He completely took over that that starting spot. Um, this team's playing really good football. They're moving the ball downfield. The defense is top five defense in the in college football. I think that this Alabama team is a top three team in the country. I think they should be there. They have one loss early in the season to a very good Texas team, and they're still being a little overlooked. I think they're better than the other one loss teams that, that they're behind in uh, in Oregon, and I I forget who's who else. Washington's still up there. Washington's undefeated though. Um, Here, I'll pull up the poll real quick. There's two teams, I think, ahead of them that are that have one loss. And I think that they're definitely the best one loss team. No, Penn State's eleven. Penn State is no Penn State's ten. The team uh, the one loss teams ahead of them are uh Texas and Oregon. Oregon and Texas, which Texas, I guess you have to give it to them because of the head head to head. But I think that they are the best one loss team. I think they're gonna find a way into the playoff as well. I think they're gonna face off with off with Georgia in the the SEC championship. They're gonna win that game. They're gonna it's gonna bring them into the top four. And I can honestly see I don't know. I think that they should. I don't know if it'll happen, but I think Georgia should probably fall out of this top four. But I don't know if they will because of how much respect that they have. And um, I think I, I I agree with what you're saying. I I think Alabama beats them in the SEC championship. I think I think Georgia will be the three seed in the college football playoff. Alabama sneaks in at a four. I have Michigan and FSU both falling out. So you have Ohio State obviously being number one. Yeah, I have Ohio State. Uh, I think Washington will slide up. I think we're going to have to get into the next question, Jesse. Who do I have in the college football playoff? I think it's going to be Ohio State, Washington, Georgia, Alabama. I like it. Mackie, like what it. are you thinking? Like uh, four well. teams you see making the college football playoff. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm with you there. I'm going to go Ohio State at the one seed. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to have an undefeated season. Um, Big Ten championship game is not a championship game. They're going to play like fucking wisconsin probably or yeah like Illinois. it's the way the divisions work they're they gonna have get to, like iowa or fucking wisconsin they win this game against michigan and they they go undefeated they get the number one spot um number two i'm gonna go washington i think they're the only two teams that go undefeated uh washington gets that two spot i think they also go undefeated as well obviously big game against utah this week at home they get it done um number three i'm gonna go alabama and number four i'm gonna go texas i think texas wins out and gets in as well you know why I did Georgia three and Bama at four? Because the committee wants a Georgia Bama national championship, and they're but they'd both win those. Ma- I, I don't know if they'd both win, but they'd love them to both win those matchups and meet in the national championship. And I just I, that's how I want to see it as well. I don't, I don't maybe I mean Georgia makes the national champion or if Georgia Georgia makes the uh, SEC championship game undefeated. Neither of us neither of us said Florida State. Do you think they lose or just get overlooked and screwed as that fifth team out? They have to lose a game to be out. I think that they end up losing a game. I really don't think that they're that good, to be honest. I think, I, I think their, their toughest game is the last game of the season in Florida. 
Florida State versus Florida in Florida in Gainesville, in-state rivalry. I think that's well, a tough game. They're going to have to play Clemson in the, in the ACC championship anyway. I know, but I'm saying I, I don't even think they get out of the regular season undefeated. Yeah, well, if they don't, they definitely don't get there. Yeah, Georgia, tough matchup against Ole Miss this week. In Ole Miss, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Ole Miss is a 10 seed. Defense has to step up big. Um, we're not going to see a lot of Ole Miss points. That should be a good one. But if Georgia, I mean, Georgia wins that one, uh, it's going to be hard to kick them out of the college football playoff. Yeah, Ole Miss at Georgia, nine versus two. Should be good. Should be a good one. But we have I, nine yeah, versus. Two. I didn't realize that we have nine versus two this week and ten versus three. Oh, Penn Michigan, State. Michigan Penn State. at Penn State. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that one real quick here. The sign stealing scandal continues at the University of Michigan. Head coach Jim Harbaugh could be facing a suspension and could hear the news by the end of day Thursday. Off, like you said, number three, Michigan plays number 10, Penn State in Happy Valley Saturday, big noon Saturday kickoff. Any thoughts on this one here? Yeah, I kind of lean Penn State to cover this number. I think uh, there's a lot going on with Penn State. Uh, the spread, I'm seeing Mich- or Penn State plus the four and a half. I like Penn State with the points. I think they could lose a close game here, but I also could see them win this game. This is a massive rivalry game for Penn State. Jesse, you've been there for this one. This is a personal game for Penn State. They'd love to kick uh, Michigan's ass here. They did it. I think they did it last year. I don't want to stand myself on that because Michigan was in the college football playoff. I don't think they did. I think they gave them a run for their money. I like Penn State with the number here, but uh, obviously I don't want to lock myself in anything before college football Saturday. So uh, I, I definitely lean Penn State, especially with all this stuff going on with Michigan. They could be without Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines this weekend. So definitely going to be an interesting matchup in the Big Ten. Yeah, I'm definitely not on Penn State at all. I think Michigan State or Michigan takes care of business. I don't think Penn State is as good as everyone thought they were. I think uh, Drew Aller, Drew Aller, however the fuck you say his name, I think he's not made for the moment. He's not big time. He saw it against Ohio State. Um, you have another really good defense in Michigan, just like Ohio State. So I think he has a really tough game. And Michigan offense just does enough. I just think Penn State's not quite there yet. It's always been Ohio State and Michigan up top, and Penn State just a little below. Um, Penn State has a very good football team this year. They just they don't have enough to compete with either of those teams, and I think Michigan kind of pulls away late in this game. All righty, boys. That's about everything I have here this week. Week 10 of the NFL season, college football, college basketball, NHL, lots happening now. That's all I got. Make sure to tune in for our live stream, 10 a.m. Eastern on Sunday. Lots to look forward to as we unravel our top five games on Sunday. Our best bets on those and everything around NFL Sunday. That's all I got here, boys. Anything else to add before we get out of here? No, I think it's going to do it for us. Like we said, college basketball, college football, the cards are officially rolling now, NFL Sunday. So make sure you're staying tuned to the social medias. Hit that notification so you know when we're launching our plays on Sundays and on uh, weeknights so you're not missing a play. Uh, Other than that, make sure you're uh, following, like, share, subscribe. I say it every week. It really goes a long way for us, so we appreciate it. Uh, Other than that, we'll see you guys Sunday for the, the NFL Hit the Books live stream. Uh, like the slate this week. I'm excited for it. A great weekend of sports. So we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir.